for it to be This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Kyle Dotson. And joining us for part two of the most requested episode in the history of the Rock Solid show. Is that true? In the history? Um, well, I mean, I think because we tease that we are doing a part two. We? Uh, well, you were the one, you're like, are we really going to do all these songs tonight? And I go, we'll come back for part two. I'm not going to introduce me. I, did, I spoke too soon. I apologize. That's Jimmy Pardo. Hi. Now, let's now what would uh, what would Charlie Sheen call this? This would be Kiss <laughs> Keepers and Clunkers Part Duh. Part Duh. Part Duh. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, we, you know, our prayers are with him, of course. Uh, so, you know, we're, you know, we're doing all we can. I uh, Let's be very clear, by the way. Yeah. If this takes as long as the last one, I'm leaving halfway through it. Uh, people love the last episode. Yes, we're fun. I'm good. I'm a good guest. <laughs> Not these other clunkers you walk through here. Not Murray. <laughs> Murray with his Elvis Costello bullshit. I, I bring it. I'm entertaining. Uh, Tomorrow I'm going to have a, a message from Murray. Like, do you think Jimmy really thinks I'm a... Yes. Well, this, answers, doesn't, yes. this doesn't post till Thanksgiving. Murray's in the other room. Well, I know. I'm speaking as though it's posted. Oh, okay. Like, I got you. Yeah, I got he's, you. he's in real time. He's oh, a, damn it, Kyle. You're smart. Uh, now, Jimmy, this is... Yeah, this is today's Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thank you, brother. No, to everybody, though, the listeners. Sounded like you were saying it to me, so I said thank you. <laughs> what this show is for, we drop this on Thanksgiving, so when the people are tired of their family, they go up to their man cave and they plug in. Let me, let me, or their lady cave. I'm going to demand you never say man cave again. That's the first thing I demand. The second thing is, why, isn't this going to get lost in Thanksgiving, or is that why you did? Because this is the most requested show of all no, no, time. The show always drops, drop, it drops Thursday. It always drops right, Thursday. but why would you drop a Murray episode on a holiday <laughs> where nobody is gonna, nobody cares? I spell over myself. The, the, but the, they'll be thankful to have this episode. Why would the most requested be buried on a holiday weekend? I see a couple of fellas. Uh, they're tired of the family. They head up to that man cave and they plug in. God, I can't stand the phrase man cave. I hate it. There's nothing I hate more. <laughs> ISIS I like more than I like the term man cave. They have man caves. What's that? Of course they, do they, have do. Cave. they have caves yeah. for sure. ISIL? With just men in it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's all I had. I had nothing. Who was the actress that played the mighty Isis? Wasn't she hot? Smoking? Yeah, but look at a picture now. It's very 70s. Okay. It's very, like, as much as you wanted to, there's no doubt, masturbate to it. <laughs> I don't know if you would now. I mean, she's still very attractive, but she's not what we remember. I, I put her on, like, the same plane as a Lindsay Wagner. I think she was, a, she has, a, if I remember correctly, she had a Catherine Bach vibe to her. Yeah, 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 yeah. You agree with that? No, no, I want you to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> right? Those hot pants riding up that ass. Or, a, or, a, or a, who is the girl on uh, Hill Street Blues? Victoria Hamill, is that her name? Betty Thomas. Betty Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> if Betty Thomas jumps into your spank bank, you have literally only seen Ed Asner and Betty Thomas. <laughs> Let me say this. Man cave and spank bank. Are you, what's happening here? Are you sponsored by Axe Body Spray? What, what's uh, happening in I here? I took a podcast class from Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> what are you uh, doing? What was her name? Isis? No, the Mighty, the Mighty Isis. Mighty that, Isis. Yeah. I don't know what the actress's name was. It was the Shazam Isis Hour. Yeah. And there were two different Shazams. What happened? There was uh, there were two different guys that played Shazam. Well, there was the guy that played like it was uh, Billy something, right? And there then was there was Billy Bat. No, but I mean, the first season was one guy played. You want to tell us, Kyle, who played Captain Marvel? 
Yeah. Uh, is, me... is it somebody famous? A kid that played uh, Billy Batson. Uh, I'd put him in my spank bank. Here's... Yeah, that's her. Let me see. Let me take a look at that. Yeah, she's still attractive, but yeah. it, but it's not it's not the way I felt when yeah. I was a kid and I saw her. And then her career took off. <laughs> Does she ever work again? What's I don't the, even know. Maybe maybe it, maybe it is Veronica Ham. Veronica. <laughs> Who am I? You? Veronica. Veronica Hamill. Uh, now, what's her name? Oh, hang on, I'm looking up the other the other guy. You want to um, yell at him like he's Garen? Is this alley? music? I don't understand why we're even talking about. I don't this. know how we got onto this, but we. You said you, man. Cave. You brought up ISIS. Listen, as soon as I guess we're talking about it, it's current, it's current events. We're going to get to music, and it's a lot of music people don't want to hear anyway. <laughs> you said it was the most popular episode of all time. I didn't that's say because of music. That's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Are you looking up who the it's two guys were that played Shazam? very slowly. Um, okay, so... Which uh, usually use a the, earbud. The first one was Jackson Bostwick. Jackson Bostwick, and then... The second one was John Davey. I don't even like that name. Wait, that's the guy that played Captain Marvel? Yeah. Yeah. There were two different guys. Now, did you call that character Shazam as a kid? Probably, yeah. Yeah, we all did, didn't we? His name is now Shazam in the comics because Marvel owns the rights to Captain Marvel. What about uh, about Captain Marvel? That's a character that I just learned about. What about Captain Carvel? He makes a great cake. (laughs) He sure does. Uh, Happy birthday, by the way, if (laughs) it's your birthday. You know, his sidekick's (laughs) Fudgy the Whale. Oh, is that Fudgy? Right? Is that right? Now, that's an East Coast joke, but I got it uh, because of Pat Oswalt bit from a long time ago. What, uh, what so doing? Joanna Cameron played the mighty ISIS. Yes. What's yes. her name? Joanna Cameron? Yes. How old is she now? I'm going to say 68. I'm going to go along with that. Maybe even if I'm going to get ready to say up top, maybe even 69. So, so we can high five all That's around right, and right. this thing. And by high five, Kyle, we, we, we high five by putting our fist in your face. <laughs> We're going to punch you in the mouth. She's 64. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And what, what did she do anything after ISIS? Um, it looks like she hasn't done anything since 1980. She's got to show up at those, like, uh, conventions, yeah. Those conventions, right? If you could get the two guys, if they're still alive, that played the Captain Marvels and throw Billy Batson in there. No, Billy, Billy Batson played the uh, the kid. Yeah. Well, Billy Batson is the character who says Shazam and turns into Captain Marvel. But wasn't the kid... So, wait, hang on. And, and by the way, I don't care at all. <laughs> but I can't believe I, I can't let yeah. this drop. Yeah. Y- you turn it on. Yes. He's, it's the kid hanging out with the old man in the Winnebago. Yeah, weird. So the kid, well, it's, it's, Les the, it's Tremaine. the prequel to uh, Breaking Bad. Break, yeah, exactly. It was Wes Tremaine? Les Tremaine was the older guy, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Am I right, Kyle? Yes. So the young kid. What's his name? Uh-huh. Jesus Christ, let me ask that. I'm dying Keep here. Keep going. I, again, I don't care, but I can't let this drop because of my OCD nuttiness. What are you waiting for? The kid's, the character, the, the actor's name. Yeah. Was this Jerry Jacks, whatever the hell his name was? His name was Mentor. Mentor was Les yeah. Tremaine. Okay, no, who was the actor who played Billy Batts? That's what I'm asking. Michael Gray. Michael Gray was Billy Batts. He's a good-looking kid, right? But did he go on to soap yeah. operas too then after that? Maybe. Uh, let me look here. And he, he was Michael Gray always, and then there was a different guy that played Captain Marvell. Yes. He's done a voice. He, he, he did a voice in something. He did a voice in Archer recently. Oh, well, that's pretty good. still working. Yeah. You're, you're knocking and around. that seems thing. to be the only thing he did since Shazam. <laughs> I wonder if it was like a Shazam thing too. If it was like a, uh, I don't know, you know probably like a, probably like an inside joke for the writers. Right. Like, oh, let's get the guy that really played. Maybe he can, you know, he can use some insurance. We money. can get him. <laughs> we can get him. I just saw who was it that I just saw that uh, is a voiceover per somebody from the eighties that was like, I got to check out what this person's doing today, and they're it's it's nonstop voiceover. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Greg Whalen. No, that's a good guy from Chicago. Who he did the voice of Beta Bailey? 
I know. In a cartoon. Yeah. It's in his intro. How have they not made that into like a, a, a live movie action yet? movie? Ba- or, Beetle Bailey. Do they never? Or even just like a CGI movie, yeah, like for kids or something. Hey, that's mm-hmm. a great. Maybe because the you know we're taking they would take the military very seriously these days. Maybe. Is that right. possible? Yeah, or, and they wouldn't let a dog be a sergeant, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe a general. I don't know. Someone's higher. I don't Snoopy know. Snoopy was in World it. War Two. Oh God. <laughs> I don't. I've never understood it. I don't know why it's flying flying his house around. What's the topic today? Kiss. Hey, let me ask you something. So uh, today's Thanksgiving. Normally, what do we do the day after Thanksgiving? I masturbate. <laughs> Is that not what you're asking? No. So normally, it's a part cast That's right, Pat. But we moved that to March 5th. Right. So March 5th. But uh, should people maybe uh, dig down deep tomorrow and throw a donation or hold that back for March I'd, 5th? I'd hold it back till March 5th. Okay. You can claim it on a different tax season. Oh. Yeah, maybe give them like five bucks tomorrow and then... You know, give them a little something. You're, you're Kyle's yeah. right. I give mean, obviously give what you can, but uh, but Let's yes. say if you normally would give $25, throw them five tomorrow and hold the 20 for March. I can see him hanging out of that 25 until March. We need, we need to, you know, break some records here. It's uh, all about us. It's not about the children. It's not about giving anything back. Are we... Have you talked about... Uh, about No. No? Okay. Then we won't no, talk yeah, about... No, yeah, yeah, I did. I'm sorry, we did. Oh, you did? Yeah. All right. Yeah, that we're go- that we're going down to uh, Mexico. Uh, Tuxla. Yeah. Tuxla. We yeah, we're going there as uh, I've been calling myself a smile train ambassador. Yeah, we're ambassadors for the company. Yeah. So we're going to get down there. We're going to watch uh, some surgeries. Yes. There's a, you know by the way there's a camera and film crew coming. And that's that's great. They can to they, document us passing out. Yes. It's going to be. I think it's going to be life changing. I really do. Do you think you'll be able to actually watch the surgery? I've been told I can do one. <laughs> So I well, hope I'm looking. Well, we'll we'll definitely know that before, when we see the bull before and after. I think we'll be able to tell the one you did. I listen. I've been practicing on uh, animals in the neighborhood, and so I'm ready to go. What I do is I find a cat and I slit its lip, and then I fix it back up with some uh, thread. Well, it's funny. We I've been practicing too. We did it though a couple weeks ago with pumpkins. Oh, they, my daughters would fuck the pumpkins up, and then I would fix it. And then you try to fix it. I, well, no, I would. Mm. I saw some <laughs> photographs. I did not. Um, allergic reaction to something. So that uh, mm. pizza? No, it was happening right before I got here. I, I took a pill, though, and hopefully that's going to uh, kick in in the next two hours. Just take a pill. Remember that character? Oh, that was great. Mark Blankfield. Yeah, look at you. He gets it. Mark, Mark Blankfield was in what video? He's doing voice acting now. I, I know that he was on He was on Fridays, and Kiss was on Fridays. But what did Mark Blankfield host? He hosted a VHS tape with what rock and roll band? Kiss. Kiss exposed. Oh, that's right. Kiss exposed. It's him, right? Yeah, it is. So look at how uh, yeah. we get us to we get us get six degrees of separation. Bring us right in the top. Mark Blankfield. That was Brian. funny. That was a funny show. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it was it was a com- complete copycat of Saturday Night Live. But you know, those people had their had some funny things. Kramer, well, Kramer well, was on there. Michael Richards, the only one that went on to do something. Uh, Larry David. Hmm. Good luck. <laughs> I know there are a lot of talent. they're all talented. They gave great musical guests on that show. Let them do three songs. Kiss did A World Without Heroes, The Oath, and I. Is that accurate? Yeah, yeah that's accurate. Accurate. How you doing? Dan Accurate. Uh, he was on, Dan Accurate was on Saturday Night Live. Well, that, well, no, he was on Fridays. It was a ripoff of Saturday Night Live. <laughs> that's right. They just changed the name. John Belashi. <laughs> Jane Carton. <laughs> what if you did that? What if it was that blatant? <laughs> Kill the radish. That's the one I do where it's all vegetables. <laughs> and uh, and and surprisingly, Garrett Morris. They didn't care if he did double duty. So still, he was on both shows. Him. He was on both shows. It's still him, Kyle. 
So, um, so yeah, we're we're going down to Mexico, and uh, I'm I, I'm I'm hoping that I can watch the surgery, but I don't know how gruesome that might be. I uh, I don't know if we get to watch the surgery as much as I think we get to um, meet the children beforehand. Mm-hmm. And then meet them afterwards. I think we get to go visit the families. Of people that have had it done. Yeah, or that will be getting it done. Yeah. Uh, Are you going to have it? I might have it done. I'm, a, I'm there. Might as well. Take advantage of right. it. Right. It's only two fifty. Right. Medicine, surgery. Medicine's a little cheaper down there. Yeah, yeah. Take advantage. I'm going to come back with some Cipro. Did, um, uh, what else was I going to ask? But it's me, you, and Matt Belknap. Uh, the yes, three yes, of us yes, are going yes. down. And we, um, we all had to get inoculated. Oh, boy. How are your arms? Well, you didn't get all of them, right? Uh, no, I only got um, hepatitis A. My tetanus was fine, and I got a flu. That's it. You didn't get typhoid? He told me, he goes, where you're going to be and for how long you're going to be down there, slim chance that you could ever catch typhoid. You know, that's what she said to me, too, but I was like, you know what, for 70 bucks. But then he said, it wasn't even the money. Then he said, he goes, look, to be honest, I'm a guy who doesn't like to put something in your body if you don't need it. Got it. So I was like, all right, then I won't do it. Uh, you know what? I, I, I get sick. Then I said, sir, either. could you please remove your penis from my ass? <laughs> yeah. That was nice of you to say, no, sir. I actually going to say, but sir, could you please remove your penis from my man cave? <laughs> oh, boy. Come on. What's happening? This isn't why people tuned in. Uh, real quick before we before we get started. I what, do we got to listen to it first listen or whatever it's called? Uh, we do have a first listen, but before that, I want to thank some people that have, a uh, couple people uh, clicked on the recurring uh, donation button. Uh, David, is that button fixed? Yes, it is. Right. David's, uh, David, I'm going to butcher your last name. David Salian and Anne, I'm going to butcher your last name, Anne Aluni. And, uh, and also uh, Tom Neuberg from uh, my BFF from uh, San Francisco. He did, a, he did a one-time donation, which is also very nice. So thank you, uh, everyone, for uh, donating and supporting the show. We uh, definitely appreciate it. When I say we, I mean me because I don't spread that around. You don't give any of the money to Murray. It's not even enough money to spread around. <laughs> Does everyone want, want $3? I wouldn't mind getting a couple bucks to come here. I just got a pizza. How much was that pizza? Pizza was $25 and then with tip, 27 we all agree. That's a lot of money for pizza. The last time you were here, we started the show with a first listen. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was the guy's name? Johnny Hustle? Oh, Get yeah. Hustle. We enjoyed that. We ended up liking that, yeah, right? Yeah. So who was it? Was it Johnny Hustle? Get the Hustle? Yeah, Do the hustle. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. And this is now refresh my memory. Yeah. You get CDs sent to you. Yes, and I do not listen to them. And, but you don't even request them. Sometimes they, no, sh- they show up. They show up, and I'm like, and I open it up and go, I'm never gonna listen to that. And maybe I should. Maybe I should put it in. And, and but I think I think I found a good thing to do. We kind of promote the artist this way. Yeah, good or bad. But good or bad. But it's still at least yeah. You're uh, taking it. You're not just throwing them in a the trash like right. I'm sure most right. reviewers do. And I give do. this. Then I give this away too. To who? To whoever requests it. Someone got Johnny Hustle. Nobody wanted it. Johnny Hustle. Yes. There's only been one that no one wanted, and it was the guy that's... Jimmy Pardo's Retzatur. It was the LP, and we tried to give it away twice. Oh, from uh, yeah. the one where Dweezil was on. When Dweezil... Oh, yeah. Dweezil Zappa did not like doing first listen. Why? He felt bad because he didn't want to uh, criticize other musicians? Yes. He goes, well, you know, you really got to... Li- I think we might... Did, I, did we even say this last yeah, time you were on? Yeah. Oh, we did? Yeah. I can't remember. I don't remember. Do we have pizza yet? (laughs) No, it's coming. Oh, great. (laughs) So, Kyle, tell us who the first listen is today. This is amazing. (laughs) Who's the artist? The the artist is Tokyo Rosenthal. Oh, good Lord. And the album is? Afterlife. Okay. Now, that's Tokyo Rosenthal. That gentleman on the back looks like he would be... uh, be touring with the Marshall Crenshaw. Now, let me ask you a question. Yeah. So, so who sends you this? The record label? Um... This came from a pu- publicity. Pu- oh my God, publicist. 
who, who a publicist. Is, who is a publicist for an uh, for an artist that you at some point probably had on the show? Yeah, yeah. Like I might have said, hey, I'd love to have this CD, and then they're just like put them in the banks and send them that crap. Right. Okay. So uh, this is uh this is Tokyo Rosenthal. The album looks Afterlife. like Michael Rooker. In like so a maybe a little bit like Michael Rooker. I don't know yeah. who that is. He's um he was a uh, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Nope. He played the portrait. Couldn't. He was in uh he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Who did he play? Groot? No. Because <laughs> I am Groot. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Uh, so do you want to go really? Because I didn't know I was gonna say that. Do you want to go first with picking the song? Track seven. Really? That's sure. The title track after. That's like. right. That's right. Okay. I already but, own this, so I know a little something about it. Hear a little bit of it. This might be good. Let's find out. See if this guy sings. Here it comes. Balance in the days while we try to make all Sound just like Glenn Campbell. Yes. Choosing to stay for forbearance. Holding her hand as she chose her best man. So historic to be parents. Knowing that you've never cried Makes her question your desire To pick her heaven off a fire After life It's a shame you didn't look at the song titles. You just went with track seven. It's fine. I think it's fun to look at the song titles. It's a good time, do you? Yeah. I uh, I like that. It's not bad. That, that's a, that's yeah. in my wheelhouse. Yeah. It's close to, you know, the, what I like. Uh, I, think, I think that name's a mistake. Yeah, it seems like yeah. it's like a, it looks like it's like a character on, on Fridays. Yeah, it's not uh, Tokyo Rosenthal. This I mean, is I'll, his sixth album. Yeah, it is. Is that his real name? Like, or just like writing credits, be. like Bill Rosenthal? Guess it was. Guess it was uh, fifth album's called. Tell us. Five. Tokyo's fifth. <laughs> See, the guy's trying to be funny. Nah. So in, what, what, in here it does say Tokyo Rosenthal. Yeah, but what does it say about uh, written by? That's All usually. lyrics and music by Tokyo yeah, Rosenthal. Maybe that's his real name. Maybe the guy's called Tokyo. What right? song are you going to listen to, Kyle? Let's hear. Uh, I'm going to pick uh, track five, Backstage Hotel. Ooh. Backstage Hotel. You I'd like to take a look at that packaging. Packaging's uh, not as good as Presentura. It's the same thing. Not bad. Let me tell you something. His uh, he dedicates this album. Uh, it's dedicated to the memory of Su Ling Pong and Freddie Winters. Might be his parents. His name might be Tokyo. Maybe it is. Well, they did a disservice to him because nope. he might be a big star. No, oh, wait a second. Freddie Winters is his dad. Then it should be Tokyo Winters. Yeah. Oh, could Rosenthal be? That could be a middle name. Maybe Rosenthal's the fake part. Hmm. It's so Tokyo. weird. No, Did you it. look it up, at, uh, Kyle? Is there any uh, information? Where are you going to look that up? <laughs> his his real name 
It looks like his real name might be Arnie. Arnie, Arnie, <laughs> Arnie Tokyo in quotes Rosenthal. Well, he should go by that then. Are you buying a, a folk album by Arnie Rosenthal? Yeah, or are I you found, going to have I your numbers his crunched? LinkedIn page. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah is, he on my, is he on MySpace too? <laughs> well, but isn't MySpace popular for music? I, that, I guess so. Uh, it says on his Twitter, he's not verified on Twitter, but it says he's an award-winning Americana recording artist and hosts the Tokyo Rosenthal program. Huh. How many followers do you have? Uh, he has 430. And you're surprised he's not certified? I got 20,000 I'm not certified. It's infuriating. Oh, yeah, why aren't you certified? I don't know. You know who else is in Greg Fitzsimmons, and he has like 77,000. What do you have to do, write a letter? Uh, nobody seems to know. Like one day you might, like I could wake up tomorrow and be, is it certified? Is that what it's called? It's verified. Verified, There's yeah. like a way like to do it. We had to look it up at work, but you have to like go through all these hoops and like have a contact at Twitter. It's like kind of not worth it. Do or they, they have to just verify They just have you. to verify Do you have to, is April uh, Richardson verified? Uh, I'm guessing she is I because of her hardware connection. She's on TV a lot. I the hardware connection. Uh, let me see here. I had a TV show. Nope, she is not very. She's not, either. Jimmy. She's not. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me hear track one, the bunkhouse. Oh, here we go, right up top. Don't go, Rose. Arnie. Charlotte, come down. Quick to the bunkhouse. Turn on the lights. It's not bad. I'll tell you something about Arnie Rosenthal. He's a good man and a good father. How do you know he has kids? Are you kidding me? A guy named Arnie Rosenthal doesn't have kids? All right, look. If you want this CD, it's simple. You just email me uh, via rocksolidpodcast at gmail.com. And the first person who just says, I want that Arnie... Rosenthal CD. You have to say Arnie. Yeah. You have to say, I want that Arnie Rosenthal CD, and it's yours. Please include your uh, your mailing address, or you'll be disqualified. You know, here's the thing about this Arnie Rosenthal. If you went down to, like, the baked mm -hmm. potato tonight, yeah. and you just walked in to have a beer. And he's there. And he's playing. You'd go, hey, this guy's great. Yeah, and then you'd go to the merch and buy a CD. Then you listen to it a couple times and go, boy, there's 10 bucks I should have back. But, you you know, like I did with Flickerstick. Yeah. Although I like Flickerstick. I do but, like Flickerstick. Do me a favor. Go to the playlist, um, my playlist from the last show, because I want to. I want to play something for Jimmy, and I want to see what he thinks of this. Oh boy, here we go. Okay. Is this a Murray episode? The playlist from the last show we recorded with Siegel. Oh, oh, oh okay. With Mike Siegel. Yeah. Now you have Mike Siegel, yeah. April Richardson, Christy Stratton, and Murray. <laughs> those, those are your four, and then David Wilde is. Say a, their names one more time for me. All right, Christy Stratton, yes. Mike Siegel, uh -huh. uh, April Richardson, yeah. and Murray. Okay. Is David Wilde considered a regular in the rotation? Um, I, I, uh, I think if I ask him more, he would. I, I think he would want to do it. So, um, who would you cut loose? Oh, I have to cut someone loose? Yeah, you got to pick one of the four to get rid of. That's tough. It re that is really tough. Probably Seagull, right? So this one. Nobody saw me saying Seagull. That's the yeah, play that one first, and then, we'll, then we'll, the reveal will be the other one. Okay. Okay, so last week on the show, mm -hmm. 
we did a show called Two Hit Blunder. This is a, they're, they're, they had a big number one, they had a big first hit. Yeah, and then the other one either charted super low or didn't chart at didn't all. Didn't chart at all. So what I'm going to do right now is we're going to go in reverse. I'm going to play you a song. I'm going to play the, the person's blunder, his second hit. It's a he. It's, it's a not he. a band. No. You've just given something away. Yes. You've given a hint. First of all, I really like this song, but I want to see what you think of it. Well, I guess the artist? I doubt it. Walking down the street, she might not even catch your eye. And she don't talk much, maybe she's simple, maybe she's just shy. Get to the chorus here. Now, let me let me ask you something. If you update that just a tiny bit and Garth Brooks records that, because I think this guy sounds like Garth Brooks. He sounds like somebody. I think he sounds, sounds like James Taylor. I sounds think. a little like James Taylor, James doesn't Taylor. he? Absolutely. So I, I didn't find that to be that bad of a song. Siegel hated it, huh? No, 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 no. But when you hear, it doesn't sound like a hit, though. It sounds. No, it doesn't sound like a hit, but it just it doesn't it, to me. It just kept thinking, wow, that would be a hit for someone like Garth. Let Brooks. me ask you a couple of questions. Oh, you're gonna try to figure out who the has this guy? No, you're gonna play his hit in a minute. I yes, understand yeah. the premise of the game. Has he had hits since then? It was only he the, thinks you're gonna cheat. He like put his I'm computer not down. Cheat, Kyle. <laughs> you probably can't even see. I him. couldn't see that far for a thousand dollars. Seriously, offer me your life savings. <laughs> okay, go ahead. What? Uh, here's my question. Yes. For you. Did he have a hit after this? No, like, no, he, no. So he had this big number one hit. Yeah. This was like, we did like Starland Vocal Band. They have Afternoon Delight number one, and then they have California Day number 66 and nothing right, ever Right, then again. nothing except for a TV show. Yeah. Um. So this guy had this, it went to number one, his first song? Uh, I think it did go to number one. In what year, sir? It sounds like is, 83. Is it the year down there? No, it says 2005, which isn't right. In 2005. You going to look it up? All you have to do is look up the, yeah, know, yeah, the yeah. thing that's affiliated. If you play the song, well, I know it. 81. Oh. oh, if I play his hit? I'll know who it is. Oh, my God, yeah. Is it Jerry Rafferty? No. Eight, 81 was the hit. Yeah, I heard. Oh, okay. And my Fair. guess was Jerry Rafferty. Oh, okay. I know it's not him. So you want to hear the hit? Yeah, let me hear it. Okay. Look at what's happened to me. Joey Scarsburg? Scarberry, yeah. Scarberry. Yep. Greatest American hero. Of course he didn't have another hit. <laughs> he shouldn't have had this one. <laughs> this wouldn't have been a hit if it wasn't on TV. How great is that album cover, though? I forget what the cover is. Is it, is it Leave It or Not? Oh, it's horrible. Look at him. He looks like he should be singing in the lounge yeah. at the Holiday Inn. Yeah. And that's his promo picture. Yeah. Play the other song that's related to this for Jimmy. Ooh. Okay, that's enough. That's right from Seinfeld. That's right from Seinfeld. Yeah, that was his outgoing message. That's right. <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm not home. And he thought it was the greatest. Right. George Cassandra, one of the top five um, characters in television history, don't you think? Yeah. Who's arguing with you on that? Who do you put above that? Do you put who? Who's more? Who's more iconic? Radar Riley. No, I'm talking. Who's more iconic, Kramer or George Costanza? Kramer. 
You think Kramer is? I do, yeah. He had posters. Yeah, I guess you're He's right. He's on T-shirts. Yeah. You know what I mean? But George was great. Yeah, Pat, nobody's fighting you. I don't know why you'd come on here. And uh, you know how much I love George Costanza. I know you do, and I apologize. I, for, I forgot. I was uh, I got him on my P's and Q's. Uh, would you put, would you equate it with Meathead? Is he like Meathead level? Nah, he's above Meathead. Who is? Costanza. George? Can't stand you. Can't stand you. Is that, I guess he's above it. We go Barney Fife. Yeah, he's, he'd be. Archie there. Bunker. But Archie's the star. You can't be, you can't be iconic and be the star? Yeah, of course you can, but I, I thought you meant like, uh, like the David Leisure, you know what I mean? Like I the, see what you mean. But that's why I said Meatball, Meathead. Who would I say? Meathead. It's not, I, I love the character Meatball. I was talking about Meatball. You don't think Meatball should be higher than George Costanza? <laughs> no way. All right. No way. <laughs> I guess a real answer. Um, Kyle, before we start, I wanted to ask uh, Peter Chris a question since we're doing a Kiss episode. I oh, just, yeah. I'd just like to ask uh, Peter Chris if he, uh, if he knows where we're recording tonight. Okay. This is New York. Yo. Okay. No, no, no. Is it in not, a tunnel? It's not. Uh, you might be in my man cave. <laughs> We're actually in Studio City tonight. He's in the cat cave. I, hang on. Were you, you, you literally went back to answer the fake drop-in? Yeah. Idiot. I was hoping we'd play it again. Oh. Yeah. Why is the... What, wait, the echo's on me now? No, the echo's not on you. No. Wasn't Peter Chris have an echo? That's because I overproduced the drop-in. Oh, I see. I had to boost it. Oh, you, you know how so, quiet he says it. Yeah. New York. I should have mixed it down to mono. Let's hear it. Where are we? New York. Yo. This is New York. Yo. One more thing about Peter Chris before we go. He sucks. <laughs> we take it off? All right. Bye-bye. Before we start. He sucks. Wait, what do you mean? He's as a solo artist. Hey, by the way, one more thing about Peter Chris. We're talking about Kiss. The whole premise is Kiss. Oh, he's out of the band by this point. Yes. He yeah. comes back later on. I, he does. I want to play, play something, though. I want to play how even Peter Chris, he had solo albums without makeup. After he left Kiss. Out of control. Out of control. And what was the other one called, Kyle? I think it's... Let Me Rock You. Let Me Rock You. And I'm what gonna, about just... What about that one just called Chris? Yeah, that was... Yeah, that where he had half makeup. There's one good song in there. Remember when we saw him in concert? It was pretty good. I think he's good for one good song every, every 10. Yeah. Play... Uh, this is a song that was originally recorded by John Waite. What? So, uh, and we're going to play John Waite's version so you hear a great version of it. It's written by Vinnie Vincent and Adam Mitchell. Play this John Waite song. Is this off No Breaks? Yes. This is Tears. That is so 80s, isn't it? It is. I like that little drumstick on the, that on the rim. I love this song. We hear Peter Chris's version of this. Is that Vinny on guitar? No. You know for sure. It's uh, Gary Myrick plays on this album. Curly Smith on drums. You like that song, Kyle? Yeah. I gotta call a foul though. Okay, yeah, it's okay. Because unless unless we recorded this earlier than '82 and put it on his '84 album. Mm-hmm. Tears was originally recorded on this Peter Chris album. Right, I know. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you're saying oh, I thought it was the... the no, 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 no. Okay. I'm sorry. No, Peter Chris did record it first. Okay, okay. But uh, hey, You know what? I'm going to call a foul. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> your uncle's hosting a show here. 
The last thing you got to do is make him look the fool. Well, even if you were right, does that make you feel good? Hey, Uncle Pat, you look stupid. You're off by two years, dumb fuck. Does that make you feel good to go ahead and put your head on that pillow? That futon? All he did was call foul. Yeah, but he makes you look the fool. I know. Right, he bare-assed you. Bare-assed me. <laughs> so now let's hear Let's hear what Peter did with it. And again, he did it originally, so let's see. This is Peter Chris Cole, the cat man. And this is from uh, what, Rock Me Baby? Is that what it's called? Let Me Rock You. Let Me Rock this You. This is the same song by Vinnie Vincent and Adam Mitchell called yeah. Tears. Tears. Let's hear Peter's version. Hey, look, you might like it. Who you does? can't blame him for the musical production, can you? I don't know. as bad as you think it is. It's, I don't think it's atrocious, but it does have that Peter Chris sing songy. Yeah, yeah. You know, he mm-hmm. like I love the fifties music. I love the fifties. That's what I'm all about. Well, then don't put makeup on your face. Steve well, Lukather played on this album. Yeah, you can hear it. Of course, Steve Lukather plays on every album. He did. So it's Steve Stevens. Here's the thing about Luke. That guy's got a dirty sense of humor. That guy's my. He's my friend. Pat. <laughs> <laughs> I always say he's my friend. When people when people ask me about when I'm on the street and people yeah. stop me and go, I heard that interview. Yeah. What's Luke like? I go, he's my friend. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. I'm very serious. I want you to be very, very honest. Yes. You walk into CVS tonight on your way. You stop on your way home. You got to pick up some man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The the pizza, I've said you're stunned. Yes. Not the food itself, the price that you paid. Yeah. It's giving you an ulcer. Okay. You stop in to get some medication Mm -hmm. and you see Luke is also buying some medicine. Right. And if you went, "Uh, hey, Steve, do you think he'd go, hey, Pat? Or would he go... Yeah, hey, yeah, man. How do we know it? Like, not in a mean way, but you yeah. think he'd go hey, refresh my memory? I doubt that he'd know my name. But, but you think he'd go, "Hey, brother"? <sighs> I don't know. I'm it's, not putting you down when I ask you this. I'm very, no, it's I'm very difficult pres- because they, he meets people all day long. So do you? Yeah, but I mean, but I ask him to come on my show because I wanted to interview him. I, know, I, I, I listen. I get it. Yeah. So I, that's true. I mean. Stephen, at the Art Garfunkel concert, Stephen Bishop walked by me three times and gave me a look every time, like. Do I know that guy? But, no, look, again, I wasn't putting you down. Right, right. But if you, No, I don't, I don't, I don't think Stephen you are either. Bishop, I am a little bit. If Steve, not at all. If Steve, but Stephen Bishop was like one Would of Would you like to call foul on this, Kyle? No, I'm okay. That was like three years ago, right, Stephen Bishop? Yeah. So for him to kind of look past you a couple yeah. times, like, that's okay. Yeah, Lukather was just in the summer. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. I guess it all depends if the person's good with face. You know, I don't know. I mean, we, seems sit, like a guy we that... sat across like this for 90, 90 minutes. Where did, yeah. where did Bishop sit? Bishop actually sat here. For how long? Not that long. Not he was just long. here for about uh, maybe half hour. Did a nice minutes. job. I remember I appreciated that. Yeah. He's a nice guy. <laughs> you ready for this? Y'all ready for this? How long have we been talking, Kyle? I like to talk for about an hour. Before. 35 minutes. 35 minutes. Jesus. People are fine. Everything's fun. I've already told you. I'm walking out at 90. Okay, so uh, Jimmy, per your request, we stop at the makeup albums is what you wanted to do. I just wanted it to end. I didn't care where we stopped. <laughs> you had a request, and that, that request was let's stop after Creatures and pick it up. And may, maybe pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> pick it up with Look It Up? 
Pick it up and lick it Pick up. Pick it and lick it. <laughs> okay, so lick it up, Jimmy. This comes out in 83, and they have... I was going to look for the audio drop of where they are, are on YouTube when J.J. Uh, JJ Jackson unmasks them. Let me ask you a question. He's really only unmasking two guys. Didn't you really? feel that way? Weren't yes. you? Now, let me ask you a question. Yeah. I don't even know if I had seen Vinny in his makeup. The other two were barely... That's my point. They barely were in the yes. band. Or, but they were, but they were in the band. The other two guys were gone. Yeah. I'm, I'm contradicting myself. The other two guys were gone a while. Right. Right. Peter Chris was definitely gone. Gone for a while. And Ace was definitely gone. Yeah. Uh, there's the new, uh, they're going to, uh, why, why were we dummies? Yeah. Sitting in front of their going, well, that's not Ace and Peter. Why would it be? No, it's not. But I remember being mad. Like, I don't yeah. give a shit what Vinny Vincent, Vincent looks, looks like. like. Looks like an ugly woman. I didn't spend sixth grade trying to draw this guy without makeup. <laughs> I know. You know what I mean? But yet I was yeah. furious. I know. And they made such a big deal coming up. The reveal. The reveal. Kiss. Vinny Vincent. And basically, then, Paul looks the same without makeup because he his makeup is not that intricate. Well, listen, he's the star child. He's the lover. <laughs> uh, he had a workout today and then a little bit of Starbucks to get him through. I saw that. You saw that as well? Was that one of his tweets? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Picture him with a red cup, like making a goofy face. Do you go to Coffee Bean, Paul? Look, let me tell you something. I like to get a Frappuccino. Yeah, but where do you go? I go to Starbucks. Oh, boy, thank you. Yeah, I also go to Pete's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like how on the Lick It Up cover, Gene, 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 we're, we're afraid that people aren't going to know which one's Gene. Right. So could you do a little something for us? I stick my tongue out. Now, let me ask you a question. Yeah. There were, there were always rumors that there was a, the album Lick It Up cover with makeup, and people even claimed they had it. But it was never, it never happened, right? I actually have, uh, if you look at my Lick It Up songs, that's the cover I used. You want to look at it? Wait, what? Um, yeah. What do you mean that's the cover yeah. you use? I found, I found someone either mocked one up or I, but here's, here, do you see it? Yeah. You want to show it to Jimmy? That's what I have in Lick It Up. Because I, I, I don't like the Lick It Up cover very much, so I use that. I wonder if somebody, if, if, is that real or did somebody mock know. that up? I mean, how would someone mock know. that up? I mean, what, what would they use a... A program or oh, something? Oh, they'd have to have some sort of like an Excel sheet or something well, like so that. Have to, it seems like they'd have to send that that work out to some well, graphic designer. Well, you'd go to your local graphic designer. Yeah. Absolutely. You'd go and to your then, yellow pages and look for somebody in the area. And then someone would have to print that up, and you'd have to scan that yeah. and put it. I don't even know how. That That's sounds a like lot a lot of work. Of work. So it must work. be real. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't look like it's real. It looks like they took took some elements of this image and another one and put them so you so dislike the Lick It Up cover that the one time a year where it pops up in your shuffle, you don't want to see that cover. Oh, I don't know if it pops up once. Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know why Vinny wore a pink shirt on this cover. Uh, it was nineteen eighty-two. Uh, but I mean, everyone right? else, everyone else is in everyone else is in black. That's Vinny's way, baby. That's why he got kicked out of the band. I know Vinny wears a wig on that cover. That's true, right? Yeah, that's they, a wig. They made him right. Yeah, I'm not and mistaken. Then, and then, and then, when you saw the video, you went, "What happened to that guy's hair? It's yeah. awful." Yeah, they told him that they wanted him to always wear the wig, and he wouldn't. Yeah, would you? I don't know what looks better. That I mean, I know who would want to wear a wig. That would be a drag and a half, right? Of course, it would. Literally, it would be drag. Yeah, that would be terrible. Even though I think most of them wear a wig right now. I don't think Paul is. Paul's that photograph today for with him and that uh, that coffee. He's, yeah, he's got a little gray in it. So unless he's yeah. playing games with the wig, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I gotta age myself. I actually a bit. think Paul wears a wig on stage. I think he does, but too. not in real life. But why? I don't know. I don't know. He has a good head of hair. Why does Dennis yeah. the Young wear one? Because he doesn't want to look bald, maybe. He doesn't want to look like uh, 
the the guy from Shark Tank, Mr. Wonderful. That, that's how he would look, right? Probably. That's what yeah. he's got. Yeah. At least he has wears a gray wig now. He used to wear brown the color of this table. I know you see a little gray popping out. <laughs> like a wire. Yeah, horrible. So uh So Lick It Up comes out. Here's the deal with this me. is a big album. I bought a uh believe it or not, this is true, like a KTEL. Mm-hmm. Uh, best of collection. Okay. Like one of those, you know, the heavy metal masters or something. And Kiss Lick It Up was on there. And I, but I was at the point in my life where it was like, I'm done with Kiss. Done with Kiss. I'm sick of Kiss. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I, I've grown out of it. And, and I kept going back to that song on this, uh, this compilation. So eventually I was at work. I went to the Oranges Records and Tapes and I bought the, uh, the Lick It Up and thought it was great. Um, and this was a big album for them. Big comeback. Big comeback. Smart um, move. Removing that grease paint. I do like that the album's clean. I do like that it's crisp and clean. And there's what do you no, mean by that? Uh, you know, that it's, uh, it's, I do like that it's white background. It's just the, the white, black uh, lettering and, and they're not playing any games. You know, we're, we don't have makeup on. We're not going to do like, a, you know, put our hands in front of it to try to do some craziness. Right. They're just like, here we are. Here we are. And let's, let's get on with it. Right. But um, do you want to play your uh, your keeper or your clunker first? Keeper is uh, how prob- did we do it last time? Did we go keeper keeper clunker clunker or did you do both? I couldn't. I I, I, I think you did keeper keeper clunker clunker, and do, then if it if it overlapped, it overlapped. Let's do keeper keeper then. Okay, that'll be fun. Uh, this is my keeper <laughs> from Lick It Up. It's written by Paul Stanley and the aforementioned Vinnie Vincent Vincent Cusano. Uh, I'm gonna have Kyle start. This is about 25 seconds in, and I think it's probably the same one that you have as a keeper. That's my guess. Okay. My guess is you have the exact same. Have you looked at my songs? No, no, I never do that. Hey. <laughs> Easy funds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, here we go. Play a little bit of that. Here we go, Kyle. Kyle and I are making the most uncomfortable eye contact. Is this the same keeper for you? I'm not even sure. Is this not for the innocent? No way. I don't even know what the song is yet. Why would I pick 25 seconds in? That wasn't a good starting point. Here we go. A million to one. A million. Are you waiting for me to tell you to stop? Well, stop. Uh, I do like that song, but that is not my... Uh, that's my keeper. That's it's not a million to one, written by Paul Stanley and the aforementioned Vinnie Vincent, Vincent Cusano. And Vin, Vin, Vinnie Vincent is a good songwriter. I think Vinnie's a terrific songwriter. You like that character at all? Does that sound like Casey Kasem? Because in my head, it sounds bit, it does exactly sound like him. Can you do it again? No, you know me. I can do an impression once, even if it's good or bad. Jimmy? Now, here's the thing about Vincent Cusano. That's not that bad, That's right? not bad at all. They called him Vinnie Vincent. He took the he took the makeup of the unk. I think uh, getting bad. It's horrible, right? That's I think, me. I think people that can really do impressions can actually hear themselves the way we hear ourselves through these headphones. Because I can only do a voice kind of if I have these on. I can hear it that you know that well. Hi. I. Did you, I when did got, you tune out? I, I didn't tune out at all. I got lost halfway through that riddle that you just gave me. I, who are you? The headphones in this scenario? Rick Derringer plays lead guitar on the song Exciter. Now, this is exciting. <laughs> well, now, that sounds like Johnny Carson. <laughs> <It does. laughs> that doesn't sound anything like <laughs> Now, here's the thing. Vinnie Vincent's the new guitarist. They had Derringer sitting on Exciter. That sounds like... Yeah. That's, that's that, that you can do. 
You've heard uh, Dirty Cars. Have you heard Dirty Cars on Never Not Funny? Did no. You who does that? Oh, that's, uh, yeah, I'll tell you something. We got uh, backstage. We're going to do terrific makeup that will occasionally tickle your balls. <laughs> She'll come over. She'll give me a little bit of bass. <laughs> Put a little bass up with it. <laughs> He's he's dirty, but he's not super graphic. No. He's just a little. He's dirty, like well, in a way that a seventies. But she'll be. but she'll still every time I know she'll she'll take those balls in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking stupid. You know him and Ed had this conversation. Well, I tell you something, Ed. Have you seen that? Have you seen the new entrance, Ed? Well, there's one young lady. She took the time to take my balls and swish them around her mouth and get a couple of grapes. <laughs> <laughs> now, my brother heard this and go, "Oh, come on, Dirty Carson! Ky- Carson wouldn't say that." I tell you something, Doc. Doc told me something the other night. The great Katie Lang was on, and the Doc did not know she was a lesbian. He walked into her dressing room and immediately placed his balls right on her mouth. She spit him up like she was vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> um, my keeper is uh, is the aforementioned title track because I think it's I, for me it's. But of course it's the keeper. I would have picked that too, but you got to pick something else. No. You can't shit. Ah, this thing's already on. Let's the hear shit. it. Let's hear it. Well, we don't even. Have... They picked the perfect song to lead off the album. What happened? I mean, it, this has got a, a great hook, great. great guitar, everything's good. It's Kiss. It's Kiss, and um, and from what I'm reading on, on Wikipedia, mm-hmm. it, it looks like it looks like this was just the band on this album, other than Rick Derringer playing lead guitar on Exciter, which didn't wasn't happening for a long time. Right. I mean, this is just the four guys, and it sounds like uh, you know, basically Vinnie Vincent fucked up well, he, by getting kicked out of this. His band. demons got the best of him. <laughs> now, Gene what Simmons? Ah, look at that. He, he talks about the he, character. He co-wrote eight of the ten songs. Which two didn't he co-write? Well, I know one of them. Uh, it's, it's my clunker. Oh, it's my clunker. 47 seconds in. Start it up. This, this, might thing be, might this, be, is, my, this is my clunker, too. This might be... Oh, it, no. It's not? Mine's the other solo Gene co-write. I don't know which one that is. So this is dance all over your face. This sucks. <laughs> it does. It's horrible. Love your face. That's awful. Shut it down. Shut it down. Here's what I will say so far about with the songs we've heard, and ignore the one we just played. But going back to Million to One and Lick It Up, the problem with Kiss a lot in the 80s, as we're going to see, is they started following the trends. Yeah. And one could argue they did that even in the early days where they, they had keyboards on Christine 16 and something like that. But, uh, they started sounding... This sounds like sound Kiss. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Lick It Up, that song sounds like Kiss. It's, yeah. The, uh, this, the, uh, the other songs sound like they're trying to be docking. And, uh, and who wants to be docking? Uh, just Don docking. He's rocking. Yeah. Uh, so what's your clunker then? Uh, play my clunker, Kyle. Oh, no, Sam, baby, let me in. Girl, I'm gonna 
just because lyrically I hate it. My snake's alive. He's ready to bite. I got the urge to merge. And but this hook's not bad. The hook's not bad. I agree. But it's the lyrics that get me here. Wait, it's just, it's just called. Yeah. That's cool. Here, now, go ahead. Now, but I, I, I think yours was clunkier, though. My, mine's were. Yeah. And I'm, and, it's and pretty I'm, bad. I'm now remembering something. Uh, when we did this the first time, I had just listened to every album fresh to make these lists. Yeah. And so I don't really remember, you know, why I'm mad at some of these songs. Yeah. But I do remember it came down to between that one and Dance Love Your Face for the Be My Clunker. Yeah. Uh, but then when it got to it's that more hook, hooky. it's like you can't deny that hook. Yeah. Me love, like a glove. Like, and then you know what song I really think it is? And then I don't know why we get mad at Gene because those are the kind of songs he always writes. He always did. But, but then sometimes he just crosses the line a little too much and you just... It's, it's, sometimes it's so lazy to hornet's nest, lay me down to rest. I don't even I understand what that means. What's hornet's nest? I don't even understand it. Well, it's a mess and, he, and he's stuck in it. Uh, but I think we also gave him a little bit of a free pass for two reasons when we were younger. A, we didn't understand what the hell he was saying. Yeah. We didn't get it at all. Right. Uh, and I, I'm talking like more sex, the sexual stuff. I didn't understand yeah, it. No. So we got a free pass. He also had that makeup on. So it like, yeah, yeah, of course the demon's going to sing about a fireplace. So now when he takes this makeup off, you're like, oh, come on, man. You're a grown man. Yeah, right. You're Seriously. Not, you're not the demon. You're a grown man. Yeah. And, um, but you know what song's underrated on this album? Uh, is, uh, the, the one where uh, Street Hustler comes up to me one day. I'm just walking down my street, minding my own business. Well, he say this and he say that. He say, "Man, you wanna look like that?" Wait, whatever the fuck. Over. I say, "Man, yeah, man, uh, I am cool." Yeah, that's a, all hell's breaking loose. I am the breeze. Yeah, that song's not bad. Oh hell, that was the second single. Yeah, in the video. Yeah, post-apocalyptic. I don't think it's a good song, but I think it, I don't. I think it's a very underrated song. I know that's an odd thing to say. Now, as a whole, this album for me is a clunker. It's a seven. You're saying you you that if there's ten songs in here, you're saying seven of them are good. No, I'm saying lick it up is a solid ten, and uh, and then you know you you, you bell curve it. Yeah, I can't bell curve. I what do you give it then? You I give this like a four. You I, give it a four. I don't like. I hardly. I don't like this album that much. You just were the one, Kyle. You're a witness to it. You kept on saying they're back. Here they come. Well, I'm just ra- I'm, back. Ra- I'm ramping up like you know, like you like you do, you know, to get get the show started. I don't. Did you like that they took the makeup off? I I, I was done with them. I only liked it when they had success. When Lick It Up was big, then I'm like, oh, okay, good for them. Good for them. I mean, I called them up. I said, hey, you did it. Did they know? Hey, 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 Pat and Hollidaysburg is, is, is things were doing okay. You did it. They That's what I told them. Probably would back then. They probably yeah. went Hello? panic. Salutations, uh, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> I did. I ever tell you what we used to call my brother and I. This is back when you had, you know, when you when you calling long distance cost a lot of money. Yeah, we would call Polygram and uh, ask for Gene Simmons. And they would go, no, he's not here. And then we'd call back, and then we'd ask for Paul Stanley. No, he's not here. And then we'd call back and ask for Ace Fraley, and then we'd call back and ask for Peter Chris. And finally, the guy he goes, do your parents know you're doing this? You know, this is a lot of money to call. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, the guy, like, reprimanded yeah. me, but appropriately. Guys, you're going to get in trouble. You're going to get in the, trouble. the phone bill comes. Because it's... Who it's, called California? It's 12-year-old Jimmy Pardo going, is Gene coming there? <laughs> I thought they were going to say, no, Peter, stop calling. Oh, <laughs> the cat man gets hurt. Well, Peter answered. 
Oh, hey. <laughs> he was answering phones. Polygram. Whoa. Uh, Whoa. Let's move on. They had an album out in 82, and then, or, I mean, 83, and then they have another album out in 84. Wait a minute. Look it up. It was 83? 83. I thought it was 82. No, 82 is Creatures. 82 is Creatures. You're exactly right. I look at it. I mean, look, they had 79, 80, 81, 82, 83, 84, 85. Wow. All in a row. That's too much. So uh, let's move on. So here we go. 80, uh, this is 83 now? 84. This is 84. This is Animal Eyes. Um, a lot of people don't like this album cover. It's horrible. I don't mind this album cover because it, it goes right along with Animal Eyes. Yeah, Pat, great. It's got pelts. I would, I would say that they should all be, I know they're not in the makeup, but they should all be in. Just you know, wearing the pelts. Yeah, like, or like something. Or, really? Yeah, look like. Cavemen. Yeah, you know, like look like. What's know. the back cover? Isn't the back cover? It's a post-apocalyptic, like the city's burning. Right. They're doing that thing again. Inappropriate for animal eyes. They should be like in a UK to a zoo. Vinnie Vincent's gone. And now is, is it Mark St. John now? Mark St. John's here, but he does but. Bruce Kulick plays on three songs. Three of the ten. He plays on Lonely as the Hunter, While the City Sleeps, and Heaven's on Fire. The hit. And Juan Bouvier from the Plasmatics plays bass on Under the Gun. Right. That Well, this is when Gene was uh, caring more about Hollywood than music, yes. right? And Alan Schwartzberg does drum overdubs. I don't know who that is. I don't know either, but apparently they're not happy with Eric Carr's drumming on this album. I thought the one thing they loved about that guy was his, not only his drumming, but they loved his sense of humor. Is that Carson? The thing they say about, I, I can't do it. Now I can't stop doing Carson. Every time they go, oh, Eric Carr had a great sense of humor. One time he put a stink bomb in Gene's uh, uh, hotel room. It's hysterical. But, but no. like, when that's your go-to story yeah. every time, yeah. and they all have a version yeah. of that. One time, you know, one time we were down at the diner, and Eric Carr took a salt shaker, hand screwed the top, and then when Paul put salt on his fries, salt went everywhere. Yeah. That Eric, he was amazing. You want to know what kind of guy Eric was? He that's could, the kind of guy he was. <laughs> and that, but we, and look, he probably was a great guy Those, and, and, and a great, then and a that great will, drummer. That'll also be followed up with someone one one member of the band saying, "You know, an Eric Carr could have been a stand up comedian." It's like, no, no you guys don't not, know what stand up comedy. Not, is. not one thing he did could have been that. Uh, this was we so. Got, we got a great new act coming out here now. This fella got to start hitting the drums with a rock and roll man <laughs> called Kiss, making a stand up debut. Here's Eric Carr. <laughs> <laughs> Ed, I think he just threw a stink bomb on well, I'll tell you what, I, they, they, now, Eric, they say that offstage, you'd like to get a little crazy. I heard you guys were in Toledo, and uh, and, and Gene's in the shitter, <laughs> and you open up the door. <laughs> a word that Jimmy Pardo would hate never it. use. Hate it. But Dirty Carson, dirty Carson it's his go-to. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's just not his history. So you would just you would just crack that door and you'd just toss it in there. And that's something. Now, Ed, now, Ed, now if Ed never did that to me, I'll tell you what, I'd be looking for a new sidekick. <laughs> uh, Paul Stanley takes the producer reins on this album. Yeah. Because he wants to keep the band going. Gene wants to do anything but. So my question then, Pat, is why didn't Gene just quit? Why did he, like, I, I'm not, as much as I know about, I'm not Decibel Geeks guys. I'm not those guys. I mean, I'm sure they know. Yeah. Why wouldn't he just go, you know what, I'm, I'm done with this. I want to focus on something else. Paul, you go on your way. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, uh, look, email email me or Jimmy or post it on the Rock Solid page, Decibel Geeks, if you know why why Gene just didn't leave the band and, and give Paul a clean slate to work with. I don't know why you need to give that homework. Guys, if you could do me a favor, 
Uh, I'm going to give you my, I'm going to email you my fax number and then oh. I want you to fax it over and then I'll read it live. Well, that's do you want them idea. to page you when they send the fax over? So you can they really should. Get I should get a page and page you. And you know what? Page me with 911 because it's going to be pretty important. You're right. There's no doubt about that. Uh, only nine songs on this album. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Uh, Gene sings four. Paul sings five. Uh, this is Animalize? Yeah. I hate it. You hate the whole album? I hate it. You hate Animalize. What do you hate? The production? I hate everything about it except for one song. Really? Yes. Is it the, the hit? Yes. I think, and this is one of my top five favorite Kiss songs. Of all time. Because I love... It's I, up there with Flaming Youth. Uh, yeah, because Gene and Paul are interacting on this song. Like, uh, well, let's play a little bit. I'm sorry, I took your turn away, but let's play... Uh, no, no, go. Let's play Keeper. Heaven. That's Bruce Kulick on guitar. Don't stop, take it to the top. That's Gene there with a great. Who is this co-written by? Who co-wrote this? Desmond Child and Paul Stanley. Yes, and they also wrote the uh, uh, no, the theme it. to Growing Pains. <laughs> but Desmond Child, uh, he wrote he wrote uh, he co-wrote three songs on here. He oddly enough did not co-write My Keeper, uh, which is what is your keeper? It's Paul Stanley with Mitch Weissman. Okay, uh, this is Get All You Can Take, which Let's is hear it's it. got a this has a great hook to it. Let me hear it. You don't like this? I don't. Really? It's it's fine, but I don't. This is just as good as that piece of shit you played. Heaven's on fire? Yes. It's no better or worse than Heaven's on oh, fire. Heaven's on fire is great. Song. It's a great song, but I, I picked the wrong example to get mad about. But, but um, uh, I I think that's a good song. Now, what else is on this album? Give me the other titles. Well, we got our. I've, we got our I've had enough into the fire. Um, Wait, do you want to play your clunker? Let's play your clunkers first. Because it's that, the same. It, it, is it? Is it a Gene Simmons solo it, uh, composition? Is it BBB? Oh yeah, yeah. It's Here's horrible. the clunker. It's this terrible. Is, this horrible. Some could argue though that well, the lyrics fuck it up. The yes. music's fine. That was added after Gene was out of there. 
Yeah, I want to put my log in your fireplace. The worst lyric in the history yeah. of music. I don't even understand the song. Yeah. And, and also, Gene, it sounds like he came in and laid the vocal down in one take on all these songs. And yeah. It's just like, okay, you get me for two days. Right, let's go, Paul. Yeah. Paul now, let me say, Paul should have just made a solo album at this point, and maybe. Let me say something. Yeah. When I say this song sucks, or this is horrible, I can't write a song. No, I can't play can't a musical either. instrument. I can't do anything. Like if I wrote that, I would, I would, I wouldn't stop talking about it. And Gene's a good bass player. We saw that from uh, Kiss Unplugged. He can play. He's a good bass. Blaze. Yeah, he plays the blaze. Yeah, he, he, he also wears a lot of Bill Blass. You slap it a blaze. <laughs> was that the is that the guy's name? Bill Blass. Sure. Why not? Is that the the uh, clothes designer? Yeah. <laughs> So but, anyway, I don't, I don't want somebody that's, that I don't want to be this asshole that's like this this thing that yeah. you suck. I can't do it, right? But to my ears, I, I don't like that sound. How about this? Uh, this is not Gene at his best, and when Gene's at his best, we like Gene. How about that? Okay. So this this he's just not he's not doing it here. I agree with that. That's a great. No, I saw this tour. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'm glad I did because I uh, I can say I've seen all of the Kiss drummers because I saw Eric Carr. Uh, I also saw Bruce Kulick because Mark St. John didn't play any of the shows, I don't think. I don't believe he did, no. No, he was there. Mm-hmm. Craft service. Yeah. Getting a BJ. Oh, boy. Was he on payroll? At what point did, did these did these penny pinchers keep that guy around? I don't know. I, I, they must have just, I mean, they must have for once had some guilt. Yeah. And just felt, oh, like, we got to, we got to, whatever. Boy, he's, I, boy, I had no thought there at all. When you list the Kiss guitarists, he's last for me. Hello, the lead guitarists. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, well, who do we tell? Uh, give me your ranking. Okay, my ranking. Seriously, and I'm and I'm not just saying this because he was a guest on the show. It sounds like he might. You might be saying no. That. Bruce Kulick, I think, is the best guitarist in Kiss because he could play the Ace parts, but he wasn't copycatting Ace. He was putting a little bit of him into it. And if you listen to the solos he did on on the albums that come after. Animalize. I think he's a really, really great guitarist. All right. So he's my number one. Number one's Bruce Kulick. Yeah. The number two uh, is Ace because I think he did write and create some amazing riffs that that are recognizable and that people still know and love. So mm-hmm. Ace is second. Um. Then I then I think Vinny was probably um next. <laughs> What happened? You all right? <laughs> yeah, because I didn't know what I was going to What I want to say is that Tommy Thayer, Thayer is in the... Fo- I think Tommy Thayer is probably a great guitarist. But you don't care. But he is just an imitator. He really does. I don't want to sound like Eddie Trunk, but Tommy really yeah, just... Dime bag, dime bag has a... Uh, dime bag has a... Mis- freely tattooed. Yeah, dime bag has a mistake on his, his... He was buried with a mistake on his chest. Wait, what? That's what Eddie Trunk always says. He goes... When Dimebag, uh, when Daryl Dimebag, whatever the fuck his name is, was buried, he was buried with an with an Ace Freely in makeup. He wasn't he wasn't buried with the Spaceman tattoo. That was Ace Freely tattoo. Okay, so he's saying that no one else should wear that makeup because Dimebag had a tattoo. Yeah, what the fuck is the logic? Yeah. So um, I don't even, I don't even understand that logic, and I like that. I he's either. a friend of Never Not Funnies. Yeah. He did a, a episode, episode? three hundred and four or yeah. whatever. So I go Kulik, Freely, Vinny. Tommy, and uh, and, and then, then Mark St. John. John. That's my order. What's your order? 
I like Vinny a lot more than you do, I think. I think Vinny, could, I like Vinny's, uh, the sound. Well, I put him third out of five. I heard where he was. You going to put him above Ace? I think Ace isn't that great. I mean, I, I, I think I loved Ace because I was a kid, and I want to love him. I want to have memories of it. But yeah. uh, I, I don't think, I, I, he probably wasn't very good. He's sloppy guitarist. I don't know, or he's great. I can't. I, I've got two guitars in my closet that uh, you know I don't want to pick up because I'll, I'll die from the amount of dust on them. I can't. I don't know how to do anything that these guys can do. Who right. the fuck am I to say he's a good guitarist? Who's your number one then? Out of these guys or any band? No, out of the five guys. Oh, specifically, Kiss. Yeah. Um, probably Mark St. John, and then Bob Kulick. No, Bruce. I'll be this asshole. No, Bob, didn't Bob play on one of the albums? I don't know. Uh, if we look deep enough, Kyle played on one. Oh, is that true, Kyle? I didn't know you could play. Yeah. I couldn't. That's why they got me. Is he I talking too much tonight? Do I think so? Yes. <laughs> but, but, you know, I'm not going to say anything. It's your show. Are you, you don't want to put them in order? Jesus, get off my ass on this. <laughs> it's five guys. Put, put, uh, put it this way. We can, honest, we can say all the kids' guitarists are top five. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure Thayer's good. I can't tell, but probably Ace and then Vinny and then Bruce for me, uh -huh. and then uh, or maybe even Vinny, Bruce, Ace. Mm -hmm. I'm sure Mike's aren't, Mark St. John's probably good if yeah if I heard him in that other band that he was in that White Tiger. I don't know. And then uh, Tommy Thayer's. I, I just don't. I don't know if he's good or bad. Yeah, good looking though. He's the best looking guitarist. Oh, that jaw! Jesus <sighs> Christ! He's got a Superman jaw. Sexy. Not. What? <laughs> Asylum. Wait, are we done? Wait, 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 wait. Give me the other songs on Animalize, though, because I don't remember the other. Because you hate this album so much. I've already moved on to Asylum. But I want to know what the, the, the tracks are. Okay, because, here we go. Because you hate this album I've had so enough. I've had enough Into the Fire. It's horrible. Heaven's on Fire. It's a good song. Burn, Bitch, Burn. Horrible. A lot of fire songs. Uh, get All You Can Take. You got it. That was my keeper. Okay, there's two. Uh, Lonely is the Hunter. Lonely is the Hunter. My version or, you know, overall. Go ahead. Both. Uh, Under the Gun. Uh, Thrills in the Night. I like that song. I like that song. That's three. And then two Gene Clunkers at the end. While the City Sleeps and Murder in High Heels. I kind of like While the City Sleeps. Okay. Well, you, you, you like four of the nine. Yeah, maybe five. I might like half this album. How many times? Like, this never gets a spin. Well, you know, I just bought a you know at Christmas I bought a turntable. You didn't so. buy this on vinyl, did you? Sure, I got them all. I got a, I rebought all of them on vinyl. Hundred eighty grams, baby. Did you buy the box? Really? Yes. This is not worth your twenty four ninety nine. You don't know what it's worth or what it isn't worth. You put it on the turntable and give it a spin. Doesn't change. It doesn't change the songwriting and the playing and the lyrics. The warmth of that vinyl makes you forget how horrible those songs all the, are. All the cracking and popping makes it sound better. Love Asylum. It. Love it. Love it. Love putting it now, on. Now, Asylum. Is not a good cover. I like it. You do like I that do cover? I like this cover. I think it's interesting. I think they took a chance. They did take a chance because it's totally not. not it's working. very 1985. Yeah. It's got the colors of it. It's got their faces on it. You have this one signed, right? No, I have uh, Lick It Up and Creatures and uh, Love Gun and Destroyer. And Revenge, too, by Bruce And King. Revenge. Right? Love Gun and Destroyer have signed on the back just by Gene. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Creatures is... Uh, Gene and, and Eric, and and then look it up is Gene, Eric, and Paul. Gotcha. Wow. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> you long-winded, self-involved asshole. And then I got another one where they, the guys even they looked at it. Paul and Gene co-produced this. Yeah. 
10 songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like this album a lot. You do? I really do. It. Uh, I think there was a time, though, you probably hated it, and I think you've come around on it. Uh, yeah, I like I like a lot of these songs. I remember you and me and Joe Fortunato, uh, who was an executive here in town, and he's now a teacher at, uh, in Arizona at, uh, at a college teaching film, I believe. Uh, but we were at a record uh, show. Remember this, Pat? Mm-hmm. When we first moved here, and 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 uh, Graham Elwood was with us. Yeah. And he said, hey, there's Graham my, loves music. There's my friend Joe. And then we were all, we ended up talking about Kiss for like an hour or two, to, and Graham was just, you know. Bored to tears. Had, cartoon, he had X's for eyes. He was so fucking bored. <laughs> Brought up Phantom in the Park. Probably. Film. To, to hmm, film nerd. Uh, gun, <laughs> gunny gun. <laughs> <laughs> but then, uh, but we we talked about. But I remember. I, I think I remember at the time we all were really bagging on Animalized and Asylum. Like they mm. both, for some reason, got beat up. Uh, that was me, you, and Joe Fortunato. Yeah. But uh, I'm with you. I come, I've come around on Asylum. Yeah, I like it a lot. Wow, what a long winded, unnecessary. If at any point, just you, to say we liked it, that was it, baby. And bring up Joe Fortunato for no reason. Give that guy a shout well, out. I'm, I'm He's ex- a good guy. I'm excited to hear your keeper then for Asylum. Here we go. This is my Keeper for Asylum. This is written by, uh, I want to say Paul Stanley. I, I, I only have initials here. Desmond Child. And is it John Bouvier or is that, is it him again? Yes. Bouvier? How do you say his last Bouvier. name? Bouvier. I say Bouvier. He, and who also plays bass on two songs. He plays on uh, All Night and he plays on Who Wants to Be Alone. Well, let's hear one of those right now. Kyle Dodson. That's my keeper. I think it's got a nice hook. I think yep. the vocals are good. I think that's good. I think it's. I, I like the. I think the production is better on this than yes, Animal it Eyes. Is. It is. And um, I can't understand. Gene was a co-producer, and and he must have felt that uh, John 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 Bouvier played bass better than him on these two songs. Otherwise, why would you? Or, or, yeah. Well, he's such an ego. You always think of him as an egomaniac. Right. For, so for him to say, you know what, he's doing a better job than me. Let him do it. I wonder, or, or is it worth Pay him those? $200 a session fee. Yeah, right. Give, give him his musician union dues. How many stars? How many scale? How many stars do you think Rolling Stone gave this album? One. Yep. What do they say? I, I just see on Wikipedia, it just has a one star. Uh, play, play, um. This is it. This is your play, keeper. Yeah. Play My Keeper. Also co written by Desmond Child. That means it's a Paul Stanley song. Yep. Kicks off the album. I really like that. That song. opens up the album, lets you know Kiss is back. It's been a full year since they put out an album. <laughs> In that year, though, they've uh, they've 
they've gotten better. Do you think, uh, is Gene a little more focused here, or is, or is he still, th- this is when he really wasn't part of it, though, even though he's got more of a presence. Little pre- well, he he's four songs again. Paul has six on this album. Uh, but I do like some of the Gene songs. I, li- I like Any Way You Slice It. Oh, that's interesting. Because I know where you slice it. Let me hear, what, just out of curiosity, what's my clunker? Uh, kind of, let's play a little bit of that then. Terrific. Yeah. Same stinks. But again, you know, this might be one where I was, I had a hunt for what I didn't like. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that sounds good so far. I got no problem. Yeah. But th- is this one where it con- it's like, bada? Is that this one? Yes. Is it? Yes. Because when I go through her, yeah. it's just like a hot knife through butter. Nice thing. Turn it off. Turn it off. My ears can't take it. That's written by Gene Simmons and Howard Rice. Yeah, Gene always writes with guys I've never heard of. Hey, buddy, what are you doing right now? I know. Put the broom down. <laughs> pick up a tambourine and get over what here. What do you think of this? If I answer, you better give me your code writing credit. Well, yeah, whatever. Just give me some advice. Yeah, here's your $200 session fee. <laughs> Uh, so, Tears Are Falling was the big hit. And, yeah, that's a good song. Uh, that's a Paul Stanley wrote that all by himself. That's one of those songs. Like when you hear that, you go, "Oh yeah, I know this one." <laughs> <laughs> that was almost like Casey Kasem. But isn't that it was? That's it, what Paul would say. Paul would oh, say really? this next one. Look, let me tell you something. I'm listening. The one we're gonna play next. Uh-huh. I'm listening. Paul Stanley's our guest. When this one comes up, as soon as you hear the beginning... What do you do, Paul? We strum the guitars and beat the bass. I see. As soon as you hear it, you say to yourself, wait. Oh, yeah. I know this one. Oh, yeah, I know I do. I'll tell you what, I got, you know, Jonathan drives me to the studio every day, and I tell him, I go, you go ahead, you put on Asylum. And he plays it, and we play a little game with ourselves, where he says, you know this one? But they play this one. I say, oh, yeah, I know this one. (laughs) My clunker is a song called Radar for Love. I don't even know this one. Yeah. Oh, no, I like that. I... That's got a nice hook to it. This is the kiss sound they don't like. Where it's... I don't know why I don't like it. Hit me tonight. Who wants to be lonely? Yeah, a little bit of that. You like it? No. Yeah. I don't even understand it. Radar of Love. I don't even understand it. Gary Berghoff loves it. Loves it. So does uh, Golden Earring. <laughs> radar. Radar. Oh, my God. Radar of Love. Radar Love. Yeah. Yes, Pat. This is called Radar for Love. Oh. Oh, my God. There's a third song then. There's Radar of Love. There's Radar for Love. It's a Radar of Love. Well, no, and that's what am I singing? That's a knack song. Rocket of Love. It's a rocket of love. Oh my God, these guys are all ripping each other off. Hey, well, who's Radar of Love? No, Golden know. Earring is Radar Love. Yes, we yeah. know that. Oh, Kyle. Know that. Kyle, that's not... That's well, not a it's also radar. covered by White Lion. We know that. It's not up for debate. Googled Radar of Love. Great it, White is going through a white, tough time. We're here. joking. Why are you Googling <laughs> things we're joking about? You know, when I said to fire Murray, you really clean house and get rid of this guy, too. <laughs> clean house. <laughs> clean house. Right? Well, they're going to lose their 401ks. You know, listen, I'm very serious. Now, I listen to your program. you got to get rid of the two broads. 
You got to get rid of Murray. You got to get rid of Mike. You got to get rid of Kyle. Who comes in then? Just get that David Wilde in here. Just get him. He's knowledgeable. He understands the format. <laughs> he can speak about it. He knows the musicians. He's friends of the neighborhood. Hey, that's what you got to do. He walks here. What? Gets his steps in. Is that true? I don't know. No, I don't think so. I always joke. Everybody always else. Kid him, though. Just mucks this thing up. <laughs> I don't mean any of that, of course. Uh, Jimmy, here we go. Jimmy Pardo tells April, Jimmy A. A. P. Jimmy Pardo said, you stinky should Who's saying that? That's some asshole that just took me seriously when I said everyone should be fired. We're not going out live. I'm telling you, again, once again, Pat, it's going to be after they this is, is released. How's everyone having Thanksgiving? How's your Thanksgiving going so far? So far, so good. Thank Everyone's you. good? Yeah. Um, hey, would you, would you like the phrase, the bird? We're going to put the bird in the oven? I hate it. Oh, I think you meant like give someone the bird. No, man, that means uh, flipping them off, right? Mm. What about the bird when you're referring to the turkey? Mm. Oh, Jimmy, the bird's a word. Oh, sure, sure it is. So is Grace. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Today, What's, what do you guys got going? We go to my, uh, my uh, wife's uh, cousin's house. You guys do that every year. Uh, that's your go-to. That's our. We are lucky enough that she invites us over. And you have, uh, you, and you like, you get along with everyone there. Everybody there's fine. Uh, I sit in the corner, and don't talk to anybody because I'm an asshole. That's. I don't believe that you go there and just sit in the corner and don't talk. I don't. I do not believe that. You can say that for for a joke, but I don't think you, you know what really else I do. do that. You know what else I do for a joke, and you know this about me. What? I go pee pee in your coke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a grown man. I'm a grown man that just said that. I uh, what do you do? You you you're cook, you cooked again today? No, you know what we're doing uh, today. We're actually uh, for the first time ever. We're uh, everyone's going out to a restaurant separately. Yep, I'm gonna go to my restaurant. Which one are you going to? I, I we we, we don't, at, this, at the time of record, we don't know which restaurant. Can I tell you something? Yeah. If I had my way, we mm. would do that every. We would do that. Every day. <laughs> I, I, I do go to a restaurant every day because I don't cook, but... Uh, You're cooking here tonight, baby. Well, I'm on fire. There's no doubt about it. Whoa! <laughs> I, uh... We call you heaven. One year we did that. We went to a restaurant because um, uh, Danielle's cousin did not have Thanksgiving. Yeah. And we went to a restaurant, and I loved I love ordering. I love getting the food, and I love leaving. And then you don't have to cook. You don't have to clean. You don't have to do but any of the bullshit. The, the only thing that we're, I'm going to miss is I do like the leftovers. Well, I do they, like they her, order too much. I do like <laughs> that's not bad. Maybe I order an extra meal to go. Yeah, don't or don't finish yours. Animal, <laughs> animal eyes. Give her a think about that. But but my my in laws and my no, everybody else hated it. Yeah. So we'll never we, we never, will do, never it do it again. Well, we'll see how it goes. I lo- I, I loved it. See how it goes. Then go back to the house and have our pies. Yeah, back go there. back there. You get your pumpkin, your apple, your cherries. Yeah. yeah. Do you cook the pie, or do you bake those yourself? You and the kids. Uh, Pilar will bake a couple pies. That's true. Yeah, she's she, not so busy. She has time to make a pie. Well, she'll 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 bake them like that morning. She'll find the time. Yeah, a pecan, pecan pie. I don't like pecan pie. What do you think of that? I didn't invite you to have any. I like butter pecan ice cream, <laughs> but I don't like pecan pie, Kyle. Now, Kyle, will you go over there? Are you, are you part of the Dodson Thanksgiving? He's, he's away right now. He's not even around. Yeah, I'm in San Antonio. He's at uh, Marissa's. San Antonio. Family. Hopefully suck, wearing his... <laughs> suck my bony off. <laughs> Great Ted Nugent. He's a good sorry, man. And sorry, you know what? I was still just, talking uh, when you were saying no, that. No, I'm, I'm talking to him. As a reminder, just if anybody is a Never Not Funny fan that's listening to this, as a quick reminder, Kyle, uh, I do not care for Ted Nugent's music, but I do like what he stands for as an American. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Kyle, uh, what do you recommend Kyle wear when he's at Marissa's house? Clothing-wise. Tank top? A suit. 
Oh, I didn't know what that. I didn't know where you're. Yes. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. One of the suits that I gave you. Kyle, oh, Jimmy okay. gave Kyle two suits. Two beautiful and suits. And he's, he's yet to get them tailored. You got to get those altered. I know. What Before. are you waiting for? You only got a week. Oh, you don't even have time. You don't even have time. You blew it. Yeah. What are you doing with your time where you don't have time to go and get these free suits I, I, altered? I work all day. What do you do at night? What do you do at night? What do you do at lunch hour? You can't run over there? I guess I could. Yeah. I guess you could have. <laughs> too guy, late now. Guy gives you a suit, uh, two suits, two months ago. That's true. Might even be three months ago. No, this is two. You I sure? think it was back in March. Yeah, it was March of 2015. I gave you a couple suits. 2000, it might be 2014. And by the way, just so, these aren't even hand-me-down suits. No, these are brand no. new suits. They're very nice. How would you know? You've never even <laughs> had them on. I put I put one on and I put the other one on top know, and then that second one fits. They're a little big. They are a little big. I don't even know if a tailor can fix that for you. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm very concerned. He can, he might say I can fix the pants, but I can't fix these jackets. Right. That's an example of what he might say. <laughs> we are moving on to album number four. Oh God. Now this maybe my anecdotes are what slow these fuckers down. <laughs> yeah. Take some Did you ever listen? If why don't you why don't you edit yourself a nice version of where you're not talking and we're probably in a nice about around sixty minutes. True or false? This is the most requested episode of all time. <laughs> is that shitty to call? I'm morally safer. It's, it's sixty minutes. <laughs> this week on sixty minutes, we're going to be talking to Pat Francis about Kiss, the rock and roll band that was very popular in the late seventies. Lost. Uh, their popularity in the early 80s and came back strong in the mid-80s. After that, we're talking to a guy who collects butterflies. <laughs> what if we did this for 60 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just listed things which would be on 60, <laughs> would be on 60, 60 minutes. minutes. Okay, here we go. That, is, that's like an SCTV sketch. Yeah, 1987. <laughs> there would be a, an example of how clever they are. Crazy night. Here it comes. They decide to drop the producer hats on the floor and let a real producer... Have a crack at it. Here he comes, the overwrought, the overproducing Ron Nevison. You want a big sound? He'll give it to you. But now, let's, uh, he, Ron Nevison is, uh, he's riding high off of those Heart albums. Did he do both of those? He did. He did uh, the self titled and Bad Animals. Those are gigantic. And what's the one after Bad Animals? Brigade. Richie Zito did that. And one. that's got some hits on it too, right? I, yeah, I love that one. You know what's funny? And this isn't. When I say it's funny, it's it's more interesting, and that, it's not even that. Mm. I don't know what songs off what from those three albums. Like you could tell me, like alone, I would think I think it's on the self titled. It's probably on Bad Animals. I think alone is on Bad Animals. Yeah, I I don't I, like those three albums mm. all. And it, this is a compliment. They all sounded the same to me because they sound just like hearts. Yeah. Yes. Eighties heart. Eighties heart. Um, but Rod Neverson worked with uh, Meatloaf, The Babies. Ozzy, UFO, Survivor had the big Survivor albums are Ron Nevison. Vital Signs and Vital Signs. When Seconds Count. Yep. Uh, he worked with Chicago. Yeah, Chicago 19. Heart. He, co he did half that album. Yeah. Chaz Sanford did the other half. Chaz. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. What Ron it didn't Ron Neverson got a start with it's like a uh, an engineer right yeah with uh, think he worked with was it who, Pink Floyd or Led Zeppelin The Who and Zeppelin Okay and uh, so he he uh, this is eighty seven I I love Crazy Nights love it I love it the Paul songs are the greatest They're, they make they, they rival his solo album that's how good these songs so are. so great his Cre songs create I mean we'll talk about it after we play our keep let's play our keepers well, it turns out I. 
Uh, all right, uh, here we go. Uh, this is written by, I, I'm taking a guess here, Paul Stanley, Adam Mitchell, and Bruce Kulick. Is that possible? Uh, let me see if I can find the writing credits. Uh, I'm looking for the writing credits. Go ahead and play it, Kyle. Yeah, just play it. Play it, and then we'll, uh, we'll look that up. Is it... Now, the production is so dated on this, it, though. Yes. But this is, this is what was selling back then. Yeah. Keyboard. 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 It's like it's like he made them do take after take. I, I don't know anything about the backstory, yeah. but it almost feels like he made them like, no, guys, that's not good. You guys got to really freaking deliver here. Yeah. I like that song. I like that song that's a lot, too. That's my keeper. Uh, my, play my keeper, Kyle. This was written, I'll tell you, this was written by... Paul Stanley, Desmond Child, and Bruce Turgan. And Bruce Turgan is a bass player. He was the guy when we saw Foreigner at the House of Blues that looked like he was should be in White Snake and not in Foreigner. Was he distracting? Yes. Yeah. Whipping his hair, yes. kicking his leg, throwing the bass. Uh, in in what year? In Foreigner. In I don't know, 90, 97? Yeah, right. Like too yeah. late. At, that should have been done by then. Want to take a little time? Twirl the yeah, bass. Right. Come on, I, sit down. Yeah, he drove us nuts. Yes, that's Bruce. But he co-wrote a great song. Yes, he did. Here we go. Is this my way? Yes. I'll answer you again, Jimmy. Yes. <laughs> Paul's voice is amazing on this album. It's like they made him do take after take. And the vocals are produced so much better on this album than than like Animal. It's night and day, production wise. Um, but Crazy Crazy Nights is a great song. I'll fight how to hold you. Hold you. I, I like Gene's songs. No, no, no. No, Hell, no, no, no. Heller High Water. Uh, uh, Reason to Live was on here. That was the hit. Uh, Turn on the Night was Turn co- on the night. co-written by Diane Warren. I think that uh, I think My Way, by the way, was I think I was uh, My Way or, and I fight to hell to hold you were the two that I was going to. Yeah, uh, and I like Crazy Crazy Nights, too, even though it, it seems like they're trying to write another rock and roll all night. But I do like it's it. It's a little cheese, but yeah. uh, after you just heard that with all those, that 80s keyboard in there. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, here's my clunker. Go ahead, Kyle. Ready to you don't like Turn On The Night? You had to pick one. You got to pick a clunker. Doesn't mean I don't like it. It's like, this is my least favorite. Turn it off. Move on, take it! It just sounds like a soundtrack song, kind of. I do like it, though. I like when he goes, whoa! Does Gene help out on vocals here? I like Gene when he sings. 
like that backup stuff. Yeah, I get it. Now, night. I also said go to 43. What does that mean? We're already past there. That. All right, turn. Again, I, I, I like this album. So to pick that, that like that's my least favorite of the album. Wow, I really like that one. I think Here, I don't like. I don't think I like the. I think it's just overproduced. Maybe. Here, give me the plug. How I want to play it because I don't think you have. Uh, I think you have my song in there. Hold on. How is that possible? I do have it. No, oh, hold on a second. Oh, it sounds like he might have uh, might be pulling an audible here. And hmm. He's changed his mind on what song he hates. This is the clunker. I love this. Remember this? <laughs> is it great? This is that Norwegian Sometimes thing, right? Yeah. So hard to survive. Million ways to bury you alive. Why didn't this guy do the whole album? It would be neat, right? Sun yes. goes down like a bad, bad dream. You wound up tight, gonna let off steam. They say they can break I'm chill. again and again. If life is a radio, turn it up to ten. These are crazy, 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 crazy. You know, whenever they put out one of those tribute albums, I hate them. Oh, I know. This is the, this is the best of the best. That, that guy. That version is like, he completely made it his own. Yeah, he really did. I mean, the phrasing, the whole thing is great. What's his name? You can't pronounce it, can you? Click that on the list. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. S Sven? <laughs> uh, what's my clunker, Kyle? Here we go, Kyle. This is, a lyric. this is probably lyrically is why this is my clunker. My love is like a cannonball. <laughs> I'm going to kill her with his dick. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Gun. So here's here's what I, again it's because we did this so long ago. Yeah, I don't. There was a reason why I chose Turn on the Night over this because this is obviously worse. Thank you. But why did I, Kyle? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm maybe gonna, maybe you were right earlier. The production. I think it's production. They're very aggressive with their with their sex songs. Every song by them is. What, what do you think they were like? They're like did, were they nice to women? Were they pigs? Yeah. Pigs is a good word. We we're always gentlemen. We're always. Very, very <laughs> no, you're not. I don't believe it. Well, you know, we were just talking I about I saw this. that video of Gene on. Uh, did you ever see that one online? Him? Oh, the, the, like the, 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 the security footage of him having sex? Yes. That one? It's ridiculous. The most, it may be one of the most uncomfortable films I've <laughs> ever seen. Awful. And, and I've seen a snuff film. <laughs> um. <laughs> What uh, and they had to be underage. We talked about that today. I never not funny about how they these rock stars had to be banging around with high school chicks. Yeah. Well, Christine was only sixteen. He saw her walking out of school that day. He knew. Oh, the hell, yeah. What was he doing? Oh, at, oh, yeah. What was he doing at the school? He's sitting in his car. <laughs> right. He's got the slacks down. <laughs> got the love gun out. It's ridiculous. Well, you know, balls in the passenger seat. But when that song came out, I was. I was 13 when that came out, so yeah. I didn't think... Did you, to me, Christine said, oh, he's an older woman, 16. Right. Yeah, was, I, I didn't put anything together. I'm just like, I love the piano. I thought I thought it was great. 
I also felt the same way about that. She was only 16. Because when I when I first heard yep. that song, it was I think I heard the Dr. Hook version, mm. and I was like 12. You know, so I was like, wow, that's older. No, it's a creepy fucking song. That's that Benny Mardonis song, right? No, that's... Uh, she is just I, 16 years old. Leave her alone. No, you know the other one. Uh, the one Sam Cooke did it in Dr. Uh, Dr. Hook. 16, you're beautiful in your mind? No, it's... um. Put it this way, guys. Don't put 16 in your song. How about 17, she Winger? She's only oh, 16. 17's legal age, right? Only no. 16. 18. Oh, but I love that girl so. But she was too young to fall in love. But uh, that was, it's a Sam Cooke song. Yeah, stay away from 16 and 17 in your songs. Yeah. Well, uh, you, you heard about uh, Alice Cooper, right? Oh, yeah, he's 18. He's 18. Doesn't know what he wants. <laughs> These <laughs> other guys know what they want. 16, 17-year-old girls. Yeah, they want to be in jail. Who doesn't? Some young puss. You kidding me? Let's get some of that action. <laughs> what was that? Wait, what's the song that you said? Uh, the Bang, Bang, You. No, the 16. Oh, uh, that Benny Mardonis one. She's just 16 That's if years I could old. fly. I'd pick you, you up, up and take you he's into the He's going to take her across night. the border. Yeah. Yeah, kill her. Have sex and kill her. You know, I was uh, for a while spreading this rumor to nobody that gave a shit mm-hmm. that that's that he went to jail because he actually he had sex with an underage girl. Mm-hmm. I I thought that was true, and then I looked it up, and no, not accurate at all. Well, you do know that uh, Phil Collins saw a guy kill someone. Oh my God, I know it. it, it and then he sang a song about it. And yeah, he, he, he invited the guy. Yeah, why don't you come to the show, dum yeah, dum? Instead of uh, <laughs> instead of going and telling the authorities twenty years earlier, what did what did he do instead, Pet? He decided, I'm going to write a song. I'm going to write a hit song. Uh-huh. The song has to be a hit. This thing's got to make it. Then I'm going to invite that guy from the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Hey, Philly Collins invited me to the show. I'm going to put him right in the front. And I'm going to sing it right to him, and he's going to know that. He's going to know what he did. I will still not report him to the authorities. <laughs> he will still be a free man. But I will somehow let it be known. Yeah, that I know. And let, I'm watching you. So other people are going to hear this room. I'm watching you. Yeah. Okay? If anyone can even remotely figure out that we know each other and this song <laughs> about you, you will go down. I will not lift a finger one to rat on you. Because mm-hmm. that's not what we did in the neighborhood. Is that right. song about Warren Beatty? <laughs> it's, a shit. it's 2015, Carly. If anybody gives a fuck, they're going to put a gun in their mouth tomorrow. Well, she has a book coming out. I wonder if that's going to be in her book. I think that's the article I saw. It was like, in her book. That's yeah. what it is. You're exact. She finally comes clean. I know Warren Beatty's about, the, it's the second verse though, right? I don't even care who's Yeah, it. she's it's like, it's, Nobody. the other ones are about different people. Yeah. David cares. Geffen, I think, is another one of the guys. Right. One of them's Dick Tracy. I think one of them's David Soul. <laughs> oh, really? No. What? Uh, we played his second hit last week. Did you really? Yeah, after, uh, after. Um, oh, God. Why can't I pull the song? I don't know. David Soul was uh, Don't Give Up on Us Baby Don't Give Up on Us Baby You want to play a second hit for but, you know, but all those guys They were never going to have a second You know hit. what his second album was called Which his song's from No Playing to an audience of one. Oh, David What and an then, error and that was what did, you, what did he play for, Scott? Um, you got it? Yep Going in with my eyes open you smiled that misty way And something in me said Remember the last time Don't fall in love again I walked so Ooh, picks blindly it up. Probably someone from the Wrecking Crew making this <laughs> fuck Right? How Blaine? Plot it down, we don't need it but these guys were never going to have a second hit. Your David Souls, your 
Your John Travolta. Your Johnny T's. But why didn't Rex Smith? Travolta is confusing to me because he came from Broadway. He was in. He sang in mm-hmm. Greece. He was in musicals. But why didn't he? Why didn't what? we like him as a musical uh, what? artist? What John Travolta? Where? Like the record? Like having a record out? Who? John Travolta. Where? The, in the record store. <laughs> So is that someone dragging their chair around in the room next to us? Yes. <laughs> so, you, and these, you, and these are not working <laughs> at all. Nope. Uh, are we moving on to this next sure. one? Whenever you're ready. So after some success and some, uh, some uh, maybe some overproduction, Gene and Paul say, you know what? I just learned that we had to give some royalties to that producer. So let's just produce this next one ourselves again. But can we agree on this, Paul? We do no less than 39 songs on the album. We'll narrow it down to 15, but oh, let's okay. start with a strong 30. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I hate the cover of this album. I think it's bad. Kyle? But oh, okay. It's a Sphinx. It's my favorite cover of all the Kiss albums. Oh, really? It's a postcard. It's a postcard. Sphinx. But he's got shades on, man. Got shades on. Not in the shade. How hot is it? Well, it's the desert. And they all have shades. sunglasses on the back, too. I don't like the cover either, Kyle. But Kyle, what you do? We go next door and tell that guy to stop drilling. Whatever I know. The he's doing. Uh, so this has yeah, this has fifteen songs. Which this is what they do now with CDs, especially because artists don't release an album every year. So you know when when an album comes out, the new Rod Stewart album I think has eighteen songs on it, and it's just too many. Well, don't they also? And I don't know enough about the business. I used to. You know, I was in the business. Kyle, I was sure. for MCA sure. Records in the eighties. Sure. Don't they get royalty-wise or whatever because they don't really, like, they get more persona. Like, if they could put that many songs in there, they get more money. Like, every time know. that maybe, album maybe that's Maybe that's the way I could be goes. 100% wrong. I could be 100% wrong. Uh, you might be right. Let's decibel geek this. <laughs> Come on, decibel Come on, geeks. Uh, this album is, is not... You don't like this album at all. Here's the deal. I like... I like four songs on this a lot. And those songs I love. But then the rest of it, I do not like. No, hang on. Hi. That's 11 more songs. It's 11 songs I don't care. So that's a lot of not liking. Yes. So what's your your keeper? Here's my keeper. And by the way, this is my keeper by a long shot. Okay. By a long shot. Okay. Go ahead, Kyle. That production stinks again. Yeah. Why, why would they do that? Girl, you love me to hate you. Girl, you love me to hate you. Did they not learn anything by working with Ron Nevison? Look how tinny that is. And I do. This is how awful that production is. Yeah. But I think the complaint about... I think the complaint about Crazy Crazy Nights was that it it, it was it was kissed, but they slick. were too slick. So yeah. like, oh, you know what? We learned a little bit. We could take what we uh, what we gleaned from Ron and use it. But this is this is awful production wise. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the slick over this oh, any day. Yeah. Um, is my, this nineteen ninety or ninety one? The vocals are too out in 89, front. Eighty nine. Eighty nine. Was eighty nine? Yeah. And yet the production on the ballad is great. Forever. Okay. Sounds great. Yeah. Uh, I agree with that. My uh, God. my keeper is uh, is the lead off track. Oh, that's down. Oh, gonna 
Tommy Thayer co-writes some songs on here. So does Desmond Child, Holly Knight, Michael Bolton. Mm-hmm. They let Eric Carr sing a song finally because they told Eric every time he probably said, "Guys, can I sing a song?" They go, "Eric, if we ever do an album with fifteen songs, <laughs> we, we'll try to make it. We'll try to get you on. No this. promises." <laughs> right. What's the one that he sings? Little he Caesar. Sings Little Caesar. Mm. Nope. Care less. Nope. That stinks. What's your clunker? I'm excited to hear this clunker. Uh, go ahead, Kyle. Play a little. This is written by Gene Simmons, and is it Tommy Thayer? Uh, I don't know what it's called, but Gene and Tommy did write a song. Yeah, that's it. They wrote two. The Street Giveth and The Street Taketh Away. Not that one. Betrayed. Yeah. It's pretty bad. The clunker seemed to be leaning on Gene in this area. Yeah. Era. Well, because he doesn't care. Or the remember? keeper's definitely Paul. Yeah. I hate the first time I hear a song. And you hear, and you know what the next line is. Guess, yeah. Yeah. it up, Kyle. There's nothing to grab onto in this song. I don't like it at all. That's no. my, uh, and that's him and Tommy, right? Stink a Rooney, yeah. Two T's. Mine's um, <laughs> mine's the track that closes out the album, uh, co-written by Bruce Kulick, my friend, and. Uh, this is a song called Boomerang. Can I tell you, Can I before you play it, can I tell you something? This was going to be your other one? I only didn't because you had him on the show. Yeah. And I didn't want to shit all over somebody that, that you had a guest on. But now that I know that it's free game, I, I this would be mine too. Well, look, I think he, he was such a cool guy. I think if he said, I didn't really like the song Boomerang. But you wouldn't say that to him. You wouldn't be a dick. Would you? No, I mean, I, I think he would go like, yeah, you know. Would he? <laughs> Would you? If somebody said to you, uh, um, hey, I listened to that episode told, and I didn't really like it. We told Elliot Easton that, because I, I listened to your podcast when when um, when Christy said about uh, me saying that Christy doesn't really like door-to-door. Because he doesn't like it either. Wait, did I say that? No, 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 no. But she's like, oh, yeah, Pat told Elliot that I didn't like door-to-door. Yeah, she said that. I didn't say that. No, I know. But what I'm saying is, um, I think people have a realization of Oh, what, you told him. Yeah. Christy doesn't like it. Yeah, because after he said, he said, he's like, and then Door to Door comes, and and he's like, yeah. And I was like, uh, do you not like Door to Door? He's like, it's not my favorite. And then I said, yeah, Christy doesn't. That's not her favorite either. And she went, Pat. You're like, yeah, Pat, don't say that. But he's like, yeah, just, uh, and I said, is it because Rick decided to produce it himself, and you guys were always work with that. And he's, you know, it was basically it. So he didn't care that she didn't like it. Well, he might not have, but other, others, I wouldn't tell Bruce Kilgore I didn't like the song to his face. It's going to be here in about What do you minutes. have to give? I'm not going to tell him. Well, I'm going to lie to him like I told Sarah Palin I voted for her. Let's hear Boomerang. Boom, boom, boomerang. It's horrible. This thing sucks. Yes. Now look, Bruce might have only wrote the music. You happy with that sentence? Bruce might have only wrote a good sentence. Maybe Bruce righted the music. Well, he didn't write it enough. It sounds like something that he might have written this. Sucks. I can't even listen to it. When Kiss is bad, like we, we, we're using the word clunker as a joke, but when they're bad, they suck when they're bad they're as bad as everybody that makes fun of you for liking them yes like yes. like you go yeah. yeah okay yeah they're but, as bad as the worst you know uh britney fox right anything like that but you know there's people that think that way about all their like they don't like a single kiss song they well, think that everything sucks and they're wrong 
Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we are moving on. Are oh, you getting haircuts anytime soon? Before you go down to uh, San Antonio? Yeah, probably get one early next A guy week. would get a, a guy wow, would get nice. an, well, Why would you he, get a haircut? Well, you get a haircut if you were wearing a suit. Right, you dress it up, you get the tie on, maybe a pocket square. You got a Nightwing shirt on, wear, wear whatever you want. Yeah, muss it up. All right, you put a gel up in that, Kyle? I do. Hmm. <laughs> Come on, you knew there was no winning on that. <laughs> Jerk. Uh, Me. We go from 89 to 92. We got a little time off. This is the biggest gap in a long time for Kiss albums. Kyle, I could use another drink. Uh, the reason might be that Eric Carr was sick, mm-hmm. um, had some cancer, with lung and brain. I heard, by the way, that they thought he was pulling another one of his tricks. <laughs> he was pulling another one of his stunts, that he wasn't really in the hospital. Gene got him back. He was in there. He was on a respirator. <laughs> Gene, listen to what Gene does. He pulls the plug. No, it's not up a pitch. Plugged it right back in, but he left it for oh, a couple for minutes. A couple sec- he got a reaction. Got a reaction from him. Uh, for me, this is my this is my favorite. Are you leaving? You're done. You're out of here. Are we gonna do part three? Will you come back for part three? <laughs> We're good. Now that's a 16 ounce one, right? Yeah. That's oh no, they were both 20s then. You're going to drink 40 ounces of Coke Zero. I'm going to do something to keep you awake during this nightmare. <laughs> Take a swig. All right, go ahead. You were saying? This is, uh, this, they go back to Bob Ezrin. Bob Ezrin produced Destroyer. Maybe drop, maybe, I think they felt he dropped the ball on the Elder, but the Elder sounds good. I like the Elder. Yeah, I know, but I think they, I think, well, I think, because it I didn't think, sell I think they at all. dropped the ball. Right. The but I there's th- good songs on there, right. Kyle. But I think no, no, right. But I think Ezrin wanted to come back and really, really right or wrong. Right, yeah, right. What, I what think he the might have elders. They, I think I think we everybody at the exact same time was done with Kiss. Yes, when the elder came out. Don't when you think yes, that that I was do. really what happened there? I do think that. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. That's cool. Um, so this is my this is my favorite non-makeup kiss album i remember when this came out i love the cover i think the cover is perfect just that it's uh what do you call those cases that they keep the the crew equi- the equipment in flight flight case flight whatever is that what they call those i don't know but it's got the logo and then revenge just like painted in red i, I like they finally got their look together on the back they're all just in black leather i think it looks good i think compared to spandex and Whatever Gene was doing with rouge on his face yeah, and a curly yeah. perm. You're right. You're right about that. Gene had a little goatee. He had his hair back in kind of a but, ponytail. But one could argue they were trying way too hard to look like, you know, a grunge. They were, you know, like like a heavy metal version of grunge. Well, that happens five years later, but but they but the, I mean with the goatee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean in the '80s. But I, this album does not sound grunge at all. No, 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 no. no. I meant their look. Yeah. Um, these are the best. This is Gene's. These are the best Gene songs. In so long, yeah, he's got uh, he's got. Uh, well, I won't name him because we'll just uh, we'll just play Jimmy. What is your uh, go go right ahead? This is a uh, Kyle. This is written by Gene Simmons, uh, somebody named Van Zen, and Paul Stanley. All right, let's hear it. Got no manners and I'm not too clean, but I know what I like. If you know what I mean. No, listen, stop, stop it right there, Kyle. Why, why is this one okay? That's no better or worse than the things we were just shitting all over. But yet somehow this one's okay. And he um. I like how his vocal sounds on here, though. He's not all muddy. It's Ezra. And uh, I, I always wanted to know if this song was originally called Shit. 
don't mean shit to me. Let me ask you, what do you think? Yes. <laughs> and Ezrin came in and goes, Gene, hey, moron. Change a letter. Yeah. Okay, let's which, keep hearing. Which, which one? <laughs> you want it to be called ship? ship? <laughs> don't, put a, yeah, put a P in it instead. Ship? Don't mean ship to me? No, spit. It doesn't, I'm a businessman. Don't mean Why pits? is it Rocky? Why am I doing this? It's, I'm doing it with Stallone. Hey, 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 look. Bob Edmund came in and said, spit. I didn't have to spit. That, that's Rambo. I got shit. Is that Rambo? A little bit. Yeah. You, you going to go see Creed? Of course I am. It <laughs> looks good. Did you see I think that? they all look good. I, which one did we see together? On the road, we saw a Rocky movie together. Did we see? It's the, hey, it's Tommy Gunn. We saw that one. <laughs> yes, we did. Hey. We saw Rocky Five. But where were we working together? St. I Louis? don't know. I don't know. What year did that come out? Rocky Five. I don't know. I wish someone could look that up. But where were we? See, I remember seeing... 1990. I remember seeing that with Jeff Lucas and Marge Takis, so maybe you didn't see it with me. I swear to God, you and I saw that together. Or did we see the next one? No, I saw that with Mike Schmidt. Rocky Six? Rocky Balboa. I saw that with my mom and brother, maybe even Danielle. And then there's one more after that, right? No. Yeah, Creed. All right, wait a minute. So Rocky Five... Right, Rocky, Four is with the with Dolph the, Lundgren. the Russian. No, I saw... There's no doubt in my mind, you and I saw Rocky Five. Maybe it was... Maybe it was listen... Those were different times, too, where there, there weren't eight different movies opening every week. Right. Rocky Five, as good or bad as it was, well, was around me, for weeks. Did me, you, and Marge see it then and not Jeff Lucas? Maybe. Maybe. We saw Backdraft. Yes. Me, you, and a girl named Laura. Yeah. A girl you swore you weren't banging, and you were banging her the whole time. Why was I lying? What, what, what did what I did get by? Think, what did you think I would say? You sleep with her? No. Was I trying to be? Was I honestly? I probably was trying to be a gentleman. You told me at one point that you were going to put your log in her fireplace. Well, listen, I'm a gentleman. But, wait, but seriously, what did I gain by lying to you? Like, it, when it's obvious, that's what's happening. Yeah, but I don't know I, why. I think I was trying to be a gentleman. No, Pat, she's just along for the ride. You going to call? You got to go home? It's Thanksgiving. I can't even believe you're allowed to stay this long. You're never going to believe it. It's her. They got a late reservation. <laughs> yeah, everybody it's either this or go sit in the corner. Uh, you know what that is, Pat? That's a, an email. You're going to be amazed on what this email is. Okay. It's from Amazon.com. Okay. My order of Toto Isolation has shipped. All right. Did you get yours today, too? Did you get that email today? Uh, mine will arrive on the 23rd. Let's take a look at mine's going to come. Arriving Thursday, November 19. Oh, right, it's tomorrow. Oh, you're getting yours tomorrow. That's right. I'm a, you know what? Because I'm friends with Luca there. You might have ordered yours earlier. Let me see if I... Oh, I got a lot of emails since I got here. So let me see if... Uh, my shipping this has been is upgraded. Um, <laughs> you want to talk about your emails, Kyle? Nope. I didn't really get that many. Nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. You don't get a lot of emails? I do, actually. Yeah, they're but always from me. Like junk. I know. It doesn't matter. I can unsubscribe from every mm -hmm. effing mailing list, and I still get a gazillion emails. Yeah. Don't, don't mean spit to me. Don't mean ship Listen, to me. Let's hear more of it. Got no manners. Can't you see? It don't mean spit to me. I like there's one point where he like sings with that guitar. Like, J -j 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 -j. Yeah. I don't mind this. But, but why? It's no better than the other stuff. It must be better. The, the, the execution's better. All right. Kyle, what do you think? Yeah, I, yeah I, think the, I think there's some sort of direction. Do you think that's better than the, the other Gene clunkers that we've heard? Or do you yeah. think it's just as good or bad? I think it's just as good or bad, but I think the production is what. Yeah. Better. 
All right, what's your keeper then? Uh, it kicks off the album. This is I don't think Gene has, has opened an album for years and years and years, but this song kicks it off, and they. I wish they would still play. Sometimes they still do. Is it unholy? This. Yes. Just the the opening. Listen to that. That's so good. And him, Vinnie Vincent wrote this with him. Of course. Also, Eric Singer's first album. There's some great fills on this. The old fills. The classic fills. (laughs) I love this so much. Here's an interesting piece of trivia. And it, it kind of plays into what we were just talking about. What city was I in when I first heard this song? And who was in the car with me? Cincinnati. No. Grand Rapids. No, no. Go, go, what were we just talking about? Detroit. No, Jack Buck. What? Hey, where, Lewis. where we saw Backdraft. Hmm. In Ohio. Dayton, Ohio. Dayton, Ohio. So I'm in Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. Who's the other comic in the car? Steve Iatt. That shit all over this. Paul Gilmartin. Paul Gilmartin. He's so wrong about that. I mean, he can shit on a lot of it, but he, this this song is so good. I remember the guy, the the the, the uh, DJ came on and said, "Here's the here's a uh, you know world premiere or whatever for us." I can remember "Humans Being" by Van Halen came on when we lived out here, and Paul Gilmartin shit on that song, and that might be one of the best songs with Sammy that "Humans Being" song. I think it's a great song. Yeah, Paul at the time, Gilmartin, anything we liked musically, he all he heard. Was warrant. Yeah, you're <laughs> you know right. What I mean, yeah. If we said, oh, this new song is great, warrant, yeah. you know? So what's your clunker? Uh, go ahead and play. It's probably the same as yours. This thing, it, 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 hate it. This isn't my clunker, but this is funny. Gotta give rock and roll to you part two, or just two. If you you don't know for sure. Can't find a cure. Yes, that is like for. Or a fancy car. Or a fancy car. Now listen, sometimes life gets you tired. And sometimes life gets you Written by Glenn Ballard. No, Russ Ballard. Not Glenn Ballard. Russ Ballard. Russ Ballard wrote the original. Yeah. And then these guys Just changed the changed, lyrics. Changed it up a little bit. Give him credit, though. That's the only uh, that's uh, other than Car Jam eighty one. Eric Carr is backing vocals on this song. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not even one hundred percent sure he did that. I think they kind of just they wanted him to get a little residual. I money. think so. I think so. And too. Uh, when we go see them in concert to this day, when they do this song, it infuriates me because they have so many better songs. Right? They have worse songs too, but they have better songs. But they have better songs. It's like, do I do I want you do something? Mm-hmm. I. This, don't waste my time with this song. Uh, Do Unholy. What is great on this song, though? Unholy's great. Take It Off is fun. Yeah. Um, tough Love. Mm. Spit. Uh, Domino is great. Domino! When that bitch bends over. Forget I my forget name. my name. What a horrible word. And then there was uh, the clean version when uh, girl bends over. Get my name! <laughs> <laughs> um, thou shalt not. Every time I look at you is a nice ballad. Mm. I just wanna. Yeah. 
I got a body built for sin and an appetite for passion. That might be my least favorite Paul Stanley song. Fu- I just want to fuck. He wants to forget you. Not fuck you. Wow. Forget you. Grown men thought that'd be fun to write. My, uh, my song that I don't care for, it's a Gene song co-written with Bob Ezrin. I don't know. I just don't care for the song. Paralyzed. Who knows? But I don't care. Because I don't fit in anywhere. But it's all right. Yes, it is all right. It's fine. Well, I'm not, but that's my style. You know, we're sure playing a lot of this because we don't like it. Turn it up a little bit. <laughs> Turn it down. <laughs> that was perfect timing. It was, um, I, here's the, that's the Kiss album that I play the least. I know it is. I know. I don't like it. I, I know. don't like that album. I know you don't. I don't know why. We fought about it many times. I know you're saying, I know you don't, as if it's been, like, you can't, like, oh, here he comes. I know. You know, it's like, here he comes every fucking time we bring it up. Or, like, I bring it up. Here he comes. What do you think? Three minutes before revenge comes up? (laughs) Like, that's my thing. Like, I just can't drop it. (laughs) I love it so much. Well, I can tell you, I'm going to tell you this. The next album that we're moving into. You don't like it at all. I don't even own it anymore. I love it. Because I I brought it here for uh, Bruce Kulik to sign. And I gave it away to one of the listeners. Really? Yeah. And I don't, I never listened to it. I, I gave it a chance many times and then it just sits on the shelf. Hmm? That's not on there. Oh, is that the one that I forgot to give you? Yeah. I have it. That's life. That's what all the people say. Who cares? Uh, yeah. So I have literally three keepers. And that's cool. And I want to hear it. I want you to, I want you to sell it to me. Three. Sell it to me, baby. I can tell you what, the album is Carnival of Souls. Yeah. I guess one of the reasons I don't like it. You think they're chasing? I think they're chasing. I think this is an album that does not sound like Kiss. And I think they're doing it on purpose. And for me, I was hoping that I was going to get Revenge 2. Yeah, now who, this, who produced this? Uh, is this, well, this, is called the, this is called the final session. So a guy named Toby Wright, Gene Simmons, and Paul Stanley. But these... These kind of sound like demo-ish. To Didn't me. Bruce say that he kind of finished them up? Didn't he say that on your show? Pro- like, yeah, it just it just feels a little demo-ish. Well, it is right. They're not yeah, it's uh, very rough. They are chasing the grunge sound with this, and they basically only put this out because the the bootleg was getting such response. Yeah, like they all went, "Well, we can make money." Yeah. So, because by this point the reunion was happening, the reunion was happening, and I think maybe they wanted to give maybe got maybe Bruce and Eric Singer would get a little money because Eric Singer's just in the band, and now while well, we're doing the reunion, adios. Now to date, Eric Singer's been in the band longer than any of the other drummers. I think. I think you're right about yeah. that. And so, he still uh, looks weird in that makeup. Well, yeah, I mean, it's um, he looks his head looks weird in that in that yeah, and he's a great he's a good looking dude. He's a handsome guy. He's a great drummer. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Dimebag went to his grave with an Ace Frehley tattoo. On. <laughs> That's <laughs> when it died. No one says that I I have a Tommy Thayer tattoo on me. No one says that. No, because they're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> the one the white guy that has. Uh, <laughs> um. So yeah, I just um. What's your keeper? I know you have a couple. I got three of them. Go ahead and just play. Uh, I guess the first one here, Kyle. Whatever. Whatever. I. What did I give you? 
Childhood. Childhood yeah. end. I think it's just. I think it's a neat lyric. I think it's it's very serious. This is written by Simmons, Thayer, and Kulik. I like it. it. This is good. Gene sounds good. And you. And he's singing about something other than pussy. That's what I liked about yeah. this album in general. It's like yeah. all of it. Go ahead, Kyle. You can shut it down. I, well, the good thing is if I start liking it, I can go buy it for a buck ninety nine. You're paying too much because I can find a place that has it for a penny. <laughs> right at your house. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, what's your keeper? Because I'll tell you what my other two are, but I don't want to step on yours. No, and and I just have, I only have a keeper because I had to have a keeper. I, I get it. Uh, and my keeper is, is, uh, is Rain. Yeah, that's one of my other keepers. Yeah. Rain. But again, if you played this right now and said, what band is this? No one would have said Kiss. Until. Hey! Tell me what you want me to Maybe not even yet, though. He hasn't done a Paul Stanley thing yet. This is his talking voice. Yes. This isn't Paul Stanley's singing voice. No. This almost sounds like it could be on an Aussie solo album or something, too. This is Paul Stanley, Bruce Kulick, and who? Curtis Cuomo. I think that's got a good... Yeah, it's got a good little groove. You got Jungle on there, too, Kyle? I do not have a Jungle on there. Jungle's the other keeper, because that, that's another good song. Do you want to play it? Do you want to hear it? Only because this is such a different album for Kiss. You know, it's a... You know, this might be the one where the non-fan likes it or the non-fan laughs at them because it's, like, just atrocious. You right. know, like, listen to these old men trying to be, you know, in flannel. They kind of pull it off, though. There's good playing on the album. Listen to that bass. It was just so different from what I want Kiss to be. Like, it wasn't a gradual change either. No, it was, oh, shit, we got to, we're yeah. way off with the times. And yet it wasn't released, really. It wasn't but like it's it. gonna. Was, right. I wonder if they even got scared of what they were doing and thought, we just need to put the makeup on and do this well, reunion. Well, well, they did the Unplugged. Which is phenomenal. And then it all clicked in. And then uh, this thing just went up by the wayside. By the way, my clunker is it never goes away. Do you have that queued up? Or do I know? No, he, that's the one he said that I, 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 don't, I didn't give him. Right. Well, here's it. It never goes away. And I can't even tell you why I don't like it. I might have just had to pick something. Stanley Kulik and Cuomo. Maybe it doesn't have any hook or any anything to No sing-along ability. Want me to jump ahead? I don't know. I don't even put a time. It's just a dirge. Yeah, just. Yeah, turn that off. I don't even want to hear it. That sucks. I'll just play my clunker from here, what is Kyle. It? 
Uh, my clunker is, um, I confess. And I don't, only because I had to pick a clunker. I, I like you. I like this one. You had a charm life, but you fell from grace. And you loved on without a trace. Well, he didn't rhyme grace with black lace, so already he gets points. Yeah, this see this? Yeah, it's not bad. It just doesn't resonate with me. But uh, I don't. I, I don't. I hear you. But I can't say it's. I can't say it's awful. It's just I never play it. I play it more than Revenge. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that when right. Now. Hey, look. I look. I'm tired of hearing about it. Oh, here he Every comes. time we're together, we bring here it. Here he comes. Uh, are you ready to move in to the Psycho Circus? Oh yeah. I say welcome to the show. Hey, welcome to the show. 3D concert. They're coming right at you. <laughs> it's not a 3D concert. Dodger Stadium. Halloween, right? Halloween night, October 31st, 1996. 97? 8. 98. Moved back a year. Now, this was touted as our reunion album, but we know for a fact now that Peter only plays on one song. Crazy. Again, again, pushed to the... I mean, how frustrating must that have been, though, for him? He thinks we're all together. I'm playing live, I think. He's playing live. And then they go to the studio where they can kind of control how he's playing. But if he sucks, he sucks. I guess so. He probably listened and went, wow, I'm better than I thought. It's not you, Pete. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if he did like record everything and then he he doesn't even know that. Hey, thanks, Pete. (laughs) Bring in the guy. Anton. Uh, uh, Kevin Valentine plays drums on the whole album except for Into the Void. Which is the one Peter plays on? Because Ace probably insisted, right? Yeah, I got it. Peter's got play on it. You don't. You don't tell no to my friend. What's going on? What's going on, Pete? Oh, it's New York. (laughs) So, um, this, I like it. I like this album, even though I can tell you that it's not a good album. It's not a good album. It's not a good album, but I like it. I get a kick out of. The Paul songs. I pledge allegiance to the state of rock and roll. Horrible. Um, uh, raise your glasses. How hard did we Psycho laugh? Sir, I mean. Was it me? It was when we Yeah, me, you, home? and Schmitty. No, it was me, you, and Siegel. Me, you, and Siegel. Coming back from Irvine. Yes. And we were doing Raise Your Glasses, and we right? And we sang it a million different ways that we won't be able to recreate Ever. tonight. But we had tears in our eyes. We were laughing like idiots. So uh, what is your what is your keeper on here? Uh, well, it is right there. It's your uh, your title track. It's a great song. I think it's I think it's one of the best Kiss songs ever. And they should open the show with this all the time. Don't they? I thought he, they did. When he says, I don't know if they always do, but here he goes again with his Psycho Circus talk. No, uh, but I love when he just says any song that says, and I say welcome to, to the, the show, show needs to be sung. Let's hear it. It's great. And this isn't. Yeah! It's weird that they came from the Carnival of Souls to the Psycho Circus. That is weird. Produced by Bruce Fairbairn, who's who has left us. He's, yes, rock and peace, Bruce. Here I am. Here we are. We 
one. Now, at the time they released the video of this on a on a VHS cassette. Yeah. Just that, just one video with 3D glasses. I bought it. I still have it. Yeah, I think I have it too. I'll play it once a week for Oliver. <laughs> running down my face. That's a good song. Shut it down. It's a great song. That's a good. I I will put that up there with rock and roll all night. Oh yeah, uh, that's shout a great out song. Loud. That's a great song. I agree with you. And um, my keepers is a Gene song. Interesting. I love this song. I just think it's a nice slow tune. I love it. It's called Uh-oh. "We Are One." It's a good song. Doing. You're, you're bobbing your head like you're at Live Aid waiting for your chance to sing. <laughs> you mean we are the world? Yeah, that's what I meant. I'll add it. Yeah, fix it up. I mean the whole thing. No, no. So then it loses Everywhere me. I go, everyone I see, and I see my face looking back at me. How'd I sound on that? Horrible. Not bad? Better than him. Pretty good. Um... Uh, what else is on there? Oh, the, the funniest song though is when they all sing on "You Wanted the be- Best, You oh, Got the Best," brother. And how did they not sing that then on the tour? Is that your clunker? No, that's no. not even your clunker. That's the one not that even you my clunker. Just laughed at. Well, because I like it still. I still like it because I like when Gene says, "Come on, Pete, testify." <laughs> oh, it's horrible, <laughs> horrible. But you're right. Why didn't they? How many did they do? They did just three from the uh, album, right? Into the Void, Psycho Circus. And did Peter sometimes sing I Finally Found My Way? I don't think so. Man. What else would they have played? Did Ace do Into the Void? Yeah, they definitely did Into the Void and Psycho Circus. But I want to say they did a Gene song. The Gene do Within, I think. Within. That yeah. was it. So what's your clunker? Uh, go ahead and uh, play that. It's Journey of a Thousand Years. That's mine, too. Is it really? Yep. On a clunk-filled album, one clunker rises to the top. <laughs> But why? This doesn't sound any different than what I like from Carnival of Souls, yet I don't like it. I know. I, I, I know what you mean. You know what? I'm, I have a feeling that you wanted the best is worse than this. Find out. Yeah, you got to play because I have, I have a feeling we're being a little too hard on this. You one. wanted the best. This this is not a good album. This is not a good album. But Bruce Fairbairn was the right producer be, for for them to grab onto because he had great success with Loverboy and Bon Jovi and and Aerosmith. I mean, so I understand why in the nineties. Yeah, I understood why. Well, yeah, Aerosmith. Um, Pump was eighty nine. Get a Grip was ninety three. I see. This is what ninety eight. This is ninety eight. Eh, Fairbairn passes time. But he also did that, uh, my least favorite Chicago album. Oh, what is that one? The, uh, the, the big band one. Goody, goody. Oh. This is You Wanted the Best. Peter sings on it, doesn't play on it. <laughs> All right. All right. 
This is gorgeous. But break up, because we've seen better days. Over sings it. Don't do me a favor. Pete. Don't show your face. Don't tell me not to play, because it's not your place. I'm sorry. Why did he sing? Because I'm the ace. We obey. You wanted the best. They could have sang this live. People would have went crazy. Yeah, for the exits. <laughs> I think this is worse. I'm taking mine back. I want to find where he says Pete testify. Hold on. I'm taking it back. Journey of a Thousand Years I think is better. people like when they all sing, though. Yeah. Well, I know one that won't shut up about it. <laughs> Hold on. Come on, Pete, testify. Here it comes. This is horrible. Who wrote this? I'll tell you in a minute. Gene by himself. Really? Yep. Boy, I was trying to let him off the hook from that journey of a thousand years. Oh, here we go. Here's the last verse. Singing anything. Right. Uh, where's Pete testify? I think you passed your way up. Okay, hold on. Oh my god, do you want people to stop listening to this? I'm sorry. I apologize to people for that. That was louder than anything I've ever heard in my entire life. I think I feel I think Fairburn's a little too and God rest his soul, we lost him. Rock and peace. A little too out it's too it right out there. It's too loud. It's Come too, on, Pete, testify. It's abrasive his production. Well anyway, what happens is Peter Chris sings a line and then Gene says, Come on, Pete, testify. Uh, yeah. Do you know how we know that? You've told us four thousand times. Because this one part the lyrics say <laughs> Don't give me glances, don't give me lies, don't give me sweet talk. The beat just testifies. Oh, Ooh, I swear he says, come on, Pete. Has somebody uh, been, has somebody been wrong for 20 years? Mm, well, now you, you're you wanting me to find it yeah. so we can hear. Okay. Think we know. Now we have a purpose, not no, just you fiddle no, battling. Right. I got to find it now, Kyle. Um, it is, it's the second <laughs> verse. Yeah, you literally, oh, you literally oh, skipped ahead thank when you. you were a word away from it. So it wasn't the verse we heard. No, it was the second okay, one. Okay, Kyle was telling you, the verse we heard isn't the verse. I see. So it's the second verse. The second verse, same as the first. Well, this is something here. Now, this is interesting, Kyle. It's dirty cards. For 20 years, we all thought it was come on Pete testifying. Turns out those lyrics aren't that at all. It's just, just come on Pete. It was a reminds me of time. Now, that's funny. That's interesting. It reminds me of one time. It was a little this, volume. This is fantastic. Uh, that uh, George Goble was on the show once, and he wants to learn that he was backstage getting his... Uh, his lavalier microphone put on, and he pulled his cock on, and he jizzed all over the lady. <laughs> so I know what you're talking about when you're saying, come on, Pete. Plug it, plug it in. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I think I passed it again. Let's find out. I think I passed it. Damn it. Here we go. Get to the lyrics again, Kyle. Everything's got way out no. of hand, but your wish is our command. 
Is it past this? Yeah. Yeah, you... No, no. It's literally the second verse. So do make up or break up. Okay. That whole verse. And then yeah. says, you want us to play, blah, 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 and you got the best. And then the next line is literally... So right after the first chorus. Okay. <laughs> when do I put the gun in my mouth? <laughs> Hold on a second. That episode... Don't give me sweet talk. A Pete just testified. He says Pete. Yeah, he says. Wait, what does Kyle say it is? On the lyrics, it says the beat just testifies. Oh, that's but you know what? I bet, I bet once he was out of the band, they changed it so they didn't have any royalty issues. Probably. Why well, we can't get a royalty for using his name? I don't know. Kyle, they're very litigious. <laughs> Here we go. Sweet talk, a beat just testifies. It's Pete. It's in, there's no question. It's no Pete. question about it. It's Pete. Right, if anybody's going to tell us, oh, it's the decibel, uh, decibel geeks. They're going to they're going to set us watch. Yeah, so. decibel geeks. Come on, man. Is it Pete? Uh, come on, Pete. Testify. They're going to do a whole episode where they pick the keepers and clunkers of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Didn't those guys want to do something? Uh, didn't they want to do a crossover or something? Talk about it a little bit or something? Um, didn't he address you? Approach you about doing something? I think uh, I forget. Did I misunderstand. I'd be glad to do it anytime they're here. I like they those three sides the of the coin guys too. Those guys do a nice job. Two uh, two sides of the coin. I'm getting weary. That's the song, but there's three guys, so they call three sides of the coin. All right, so Jimmy, here's what happens. Psycho Circus is 98. We don't get another Kiss album. What happens, Pat? A lot of uh, final (sighs) tours. A lot of final tours. A lot of, oh, here's a Tommy Thayer, Peter Chris show. Oh, here's an Eric Singer and an Ace show. And then finally, Ace and Peter, they had their second chance. They fucked it up again. You got Kiss Alive 4. Got Kiss Alive 4. Kiss Symphony. Kiss Symphony. And they're, the first, they're the first people to ever do that. <laughs> That's right. He yeah. said that, didn't yes, he? Yeah. He actually said Metallica. that. Metallica did it a year earlier. I understand that. Five years earlier. And didn't Meatloaf do it before him too? Before Everyone, them too? Everyone, everyone's done it. <laughs> <laughs> everyone has done it. Oh, no, I meant with makeup. We're the first one to do it with makeup. So it, we don't even, we talk about it many times. I go, do you think we'll ever hear another Kiss album? And you go, no. <laughs> did I, is that what I would say? You would say, no. no. There's no reason. No, there's no reason. So 11 years after is it 11 years yeah 11 years after psycho circus we get a little something called phonic boom this was a walmart exclusive this is a walmart exclusive you got they don't even do that anymore do they no that was a big thing for it helped journey it helped acdc it helped kiss and then they don't do it anymore they probably did some country artists too that we're not uh, privy to or probably not interested in luke bryan or someone yeah because this came with like this came with like a disc two where they re-recorded yeah. all the hits with uh with Tommy and um and I don't again, I've said this many times. I don't know who listens to this. The re records I think they're more done, aren't they more done so that uh, they can it, sell it to a commercial that's what it's for, right? and then yeah. And but, they get all the royalties, whereas Polygram wouldn't get any gas up blank right. nothing. And disc three was a DVD. Suck it, Neil Bogart. <laughs> Um, a coin. Like, oh, 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 coin. Wow. Um, I'm okay. Oh, oh, oh. I'm all right, guys. And disc three was a was a DVD with six songs, but it was it like, was yeah. And I like the I like the album cover very much of Sonic Boom. Same artist that did that did rock, rock and roll, roll over. over. They yeah. found him. Yep. They went to the retirement home and they said, uh, "Put your charcoals and pastels away. We need a new cover." And he said, yeah, "That's right. That's exactly what they said." This is produced by uh, Paul Stanley and Greg Collins. I think Paul said, we're going to do this. I need to be in charge. I think he said that. I think this is my baby. We're going to make a great Kiss album. Right. One last great Kiss album, I well, think, is what he yeah, might, may have yeah. even said. And um, first single was Modern Day Delilah. That was a good song. 
Remember, they played that on uh, Late Night with David Letterman. Yeah, they did. They did. They did indeed, Jimmy. They absolutely <laughs> yes, did. Yes, they did, Pat. So uh, what is your keeper? Now, is that the, that's, the, uh, that's the Greg Collins that was married to uh, Marriott Hartley? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. Isn't that Gary Collins? It's Gary Collins. Uh, my keeper is that title, uh, that, that first single that you spoke of, Modern Day to Live. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a, it's yeah, yeah. What year was this, Pat? 2009. 2009. I still remember when I saw your face across the room. Go to 122, Kyle. Please. Paul figured out how to produce in that time off. No. Everybody do it, Pro Tools. That's enough. That was the single, 2009. The song I like on this album. This is your keeper from Sonic Boom. My keeper is a song uh, co-written with Stanley and Thayer, and this is a Paul Stanley song, obviously, and this is Never Enough. These songs sound more like the early, early era kiss. It I sounds think. like working, playing. Yeah, every what is that? What song is that? Poison. Poison. It is. Yeah. That sounds like a. Thank you. I was going nuts. I just like this kind of. Hear the. There's a little um, tambourine back there. That's Peter Chris. Yeah. He's not on this album. Kyle. Fake mad guy can't get fake mad anymore. But um, when I first listened, I really did like uh, I did like a lot of this album. I thought it had uh, more of a classic. I agree kiss, with that kiss feel. But let me ask you a question. Yeah, you go to you're going over to the CD rack. You're at yeah. your computer. You're going. Hey, I want to listen to an album. I grab Sonic Boom. Does this ever come up? Um, would you ever go? I'm going to hear. I'm going to listen to Sonic Boom today. I don't think you would. What I would do is I would probably take Psycho Circus and Sonic Boom and put it together a nice uh, make compilation a, make CD of up, huh? songs I like. I think you put those two together and get a pretty fun. So album. when you're done listening to those three songs, what do you do? Um, but there's a song. There's a there's a there's some songs where they um, where they let singer and Thayer finally sing on these. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't mind those songs. Uh, I think there's a couple songs where Gene and Paul sing together. And uh, Danger Us is ridiculous. Danger You. It is my clunker. Danger. Well, let's hear it. Then. It's, it's, uh, go to 45 seconds in, Kyle. It's atrocious. So hysterical to me. Double down tough. Danger you, danger me, danger us. I know. Shut it down. No, uh, again, when that, you that did, doesn't uh, sound any worse than. Go ahead. When you did uh, at the UCB Theater here in uh, here in Hollywood, when you hosted the Running Your Trap the Game Show. Yes, sir. Uh, we played this when it came out. 
we did. Yeah. And we had the audience sing <laughs> Danger You, Danger Me. Danger Us. Was that was that the talk show or the game show? It was the talk show. Is that what we also had Paul as a correspondent? Remember when we did when we had that? <laughs> no, I don't remember. It was during some election. It must have been what, the two thousand was it two thousand eight? I don't know. When was the election? Yeah, it must have been only no, 2004. Yeah. 2004, 2008, 2012. It was the 2004. All right. And, and we would have Paul, because uh, it, it was before that, uh, let me get uh, let me get this off my chest, CD came out, and I had yeah. to search the internet for like little clips of Paul's dumb stage patter, and I would throw to him that he was uh, he was uh, reporting from uh, some uh, yeah. some political rally. People! Let me tell there's good news and there's bad news. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Paul. Paul, stay. We'll check back in with you, Paul. All right! Uh, shockingly, my uh, my clunker is not danger us, and that's da- that's two words, people. Danger us. What? It's danger you. It's danger, danger me. me. Danger us. Danger us and you know when they thought when he thought oh that up, he he woke his wife. He goes, "Come down to the study." Susie, <laughs> <laughs> can you come down to the study? Is that his wife's name? I don't know. Susie Stanley. <laughs> I don't think it is. I don't know what it is. I mean. want it to be for your bit, but uh, my uh, mine is a Gene song. Her name's Erin Sutton. Yeah, she's very pretty. Erin Sutton. Come on, he calls her by both names. Erin <laughs> Sutton, come on down to Aaron the studio. Erin Sutton, Stanley, get your ass down here. <laughs> 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 uh, Mike Lunker, and uh, for people listening at home, we're almost done. Um, people, hot, how long is this so far? Two and a half hours. But people were begging for this to go over three hours. They love it. They love it to be hours and hours. It's not going to be three hours. Uh, no, it won't it's be. It's already too long. Do you want it to be three? No, I want it, I want it to be over two. Listen, okay. you take this one, you take the first one, you, you can edit yourself a nice mix. You've got five hours of chatter. <laughs> hot and cold. Let's hear it. It's too hot. It's too cold. Hey, what's your name? What's your name? Yeah, we're This hook, there's a hook here. Here it is. Too hot and cold. What color is my heart? But I mean, you put this, uh, you put this alongside uh, ladies' room or uh, you know, two timer. It sounds or, like it could be off rock and roll over. Yeah, or it sounds like is it could be saying? off dress to kill. Absolutely. Room service, room service, right into too hot and too cold. He you loves, know? he loves that rhyming dictionary. Oh, baby, I can use it's, a meal. It's like, it's like a high school guy writing songs. What you feel? Like Doctor Seuss writing songs. Right, it's, it's the good doctor with the hat and the cat. Oh, and by the way, decibel geeks, you got to tell me what deuce means. I don't understand it. You know, your man is working hard. He's worth a deuce. Fuck him twice. Is that what it means? I don't know. Do me twice. Do you think if if I ever get the opportunity to interview Paul Stanley in a professional basis? Not I, just, I just want to interview the guys from Decibel Geek. <laughs> Apparently, you can both shut up about him. Yeah. Like I'm not saying we're into Paul Stanley at the at the grocery store or at the gas station. I'm suggesting that you know you get a chance to interview him. I would want to just say to him like when when Gene would come in with those lyrics, what do you think when he says "Put my log in my fireplace"? Do you just like 
Roll your Certainly. eyes? Certainly. You do? You roll your eyes, Paul? I, I was just happy that Gene even showed up in the studio. I mean, at that point, he was out doing Hollywood stuff and mm -hmm. drinking cocktails and trying to get some tails and, you know, drinks and tails. And Would he have a tuxedo? Tuxedos. What kind of tuxedo jacket? Oh, he would probably wear a top hat and tails. Yeah, very good. That's what I was asking. Uh, or then you, do you also think, I was just thinking, I just thought of this. Do you think he then goes, um, uh, he said, well, I, w I would say that, but then he just goes, well, you wrote X and sex. Right. Like he just throws that back in his face. And conversation's make, over. And you make me rock hard, baby oh, all night. my God. Loves like a muscle. Now we skipped those. We skipped those two songs. Uh, we skipped the songs from Killers. Yeah, we skipped. We skipped. We only went with the solid with the right. albums. The real, the real deal. I hated that that best of collection. That smashes, thrashes, and hits. Oh, I they, hated it. And they let Eric sing uh, Beth. Beth, and I, I didn't like the cover. I didn't like the collection of songs. I hated the two new songs. Yeah, it's awful. And they remixed them or something. Yeah, I had it on a picture disc. What do you think of that? Is that one that you have now? Did I still do it? have it. Wow. Yeah, the, it's just a terrible. One? Because it's on picture disc, so I thought, I, you know, I kept it all these years. What do you think of that? Hmm. That's something I did, guys. <laughs> kept it. <laughs> kept it all these years. Two guys will get a computers. I'm talking to nobody. Before we move into the last album, I, I have a question for you. You want to thank me publicly for coming on? Thank you so much oh, for you're being welcome. here. It's what great. You, what, Spend your Thanksgiving away <laughs> here and not, not go to your cousins. It's great. Isn't that cover horrible, Kyle? Yeah, that's awful. It's really bad. Smashes, yeah. Thrashes, and hits. Yuck. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, how many members of Kiss have you met in person? What do you mean face by that? to face? What do you mean by it? Okay, we both, we both, uh, we went to get a, we got Ace's book signed. Yes. So I'm going to count that because we're face to face with him. We're face to Ace. <laughs> no, the Ace is in your face. Kyle, you're going to have to play without an ace in your deck. <laughs> I'm not. If you weren't his nephew, you wouldn't be here. It's, it, it's embarrassing, Kyle. People tune in to listen to this, to be entertained. Not to feel bad for somebody. I don't know that was my bit. <laughs> so how many members of KISS have you met face to face? Well, I met, you know, with my brother, we met him backstage that time where, uh, you know, Gene signed all my albums okay. and Eric did and Bruce did and Paul signed one thing. Uh, and how did you get backstage for that? I was in the record business at the time. Oh, that's and right. Somebody, uh, I knew it at Mercury. Okay. Got me backstage passes. That's when Wasp opened up. Okay. Yeah. I'll fuck like a beast. And they just, I remember just, I remember just being, cause I wasn't really, I, I had been backstage before for several concerts, but with Kiss, like I don't know what I expected, but like when they all kind of just walked in, like from the street, kind of like yeah. even though their car dropped them off, right? Everybody's backstage waiting. Where's Kiss going to get here? And they kind of just walked in like they're coming to their job. It was very strange. I don't know what again. I don't know. Were they I, friendly? Were they nice? Oh, very nice. You know, I think Gene was patient with the men. Yeah. You know what I mean? He signed the autographs. He took the pictures. He did everything he's supposed yeah. to do. When yeah. You're back. But I think he was. He, was he like, didn't whatever. give a shit about meeting me and my brother. Yeah. And then Paul was, uh, we got his very quickly at the end of the concert. This was after the show that wow. Paul signed for us. Before, it was Eric and, and well, I'm Bruce. all sweaty, guys. Could you just give me a second? I need to get a towel and maybe get a little soda. He was wearing a robe, and they had just been on stage yelling at the crew. 
um, and it was very <laughs> uncomfortable. Well, they were yelling at the crew because why the sound issues? Something screwed up, yeah. Gaffed, I got to yell at the crew tonight. The songs were terrible. The, li- <laughs> the lyrics were awful. Uh, that's on you, Paul. I think the crew did something. They changed something. You think they changed the lyrics? I think they did. I see. Nice they part. made the song sound really bad. I don't think that's possible, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I don't know what they did, but they're fired. Uh, but I will tell you. Adios. <laughs> he went to walk away, Paul Stanley did, mm-hmm. and he had not signed my brother's, uh, whatever my brother was getting signed. And mm-hmm. I said, uh, I said, oh, Paul, you got to get my brothers. And he go, and he, I go, you got to get the whole family. And he, and he said, he goes, yeah, it's all, gotta get the, it's all in the family. That's what he said. And then he signed it. Because he doesn't know what he's saying. I don't know what I was saying. You got to <laughs> sign my brothers because we're the same family. What the fuck does that even mean? What if he turned around and goes, look, if you already got one, the whole family can share it. (laughs) Put it in a frame. Hang it above the fireplace and put your log in it. (laughs) Idiots. Um, And then then who else? I met uh, Eric Singer several times. Yeah. Uh, I met Bruce once at that that same time I met uh, Gene. And then uh, who's left? Ace I met that time. I I just, I never met Peter Chris. I didn't even meet him that time that you met him. You didn't meet Peter Chris. Why? I don't remember why. Because remember, Lord, no one wanted to meet him. Lord Corrette and I had to go back to uh, Lord Maryville. Go, go do his hair. Got a good head of hair. He does have a good head of hair. Got a gorgeous head of hair. Still? I haven't seen him in years, but uh, I think so. On Facebook. Funny guy. Good guy. Andrew Fine. Yeah, yeah, he was. You know, he has, he has a good head of hair. Gorgeous. Lord Corrette. And, yeah, good comic. Joan Jett fan. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I remember from that day. Um, I have pictures from that. I should, I should, should I post one of those? Oh, the one of me, you, and the guy dressed like Peter Chris? Yes. Should I post that? You guys were more anxious to meet that guy than actually. He forced himself to take a picture with us. Yeah. Oh. It was kind of like he goes, I'll take a picture with him. We're like, yeah, okay. I hope I can dig that up. In a and week. then what did he do? He stuck his tongue out, you know, like the cat man does. <laughs> Wait, that's how he drinks milk. <laughs> that's true. That's true. He laps it up, doesn't he? Let me see who I've met. He licks it up. I've met, I met Ace of the Book Sign. Uh-huh. I met Peter that day. That's right. I met Eric many times. I met Paul and Eric together uh, at the House of Blues after that Foreigner concert. I walked towards Paul and he put his hand out to shake my hand because he, under his breath, he said, here, fucking guy. Hey. Can't we fucking even come to one show and have fun? What if you let these what if he fans? Hand out and you just walk past him and then <laughs> and shake Eric's like, hand. Oh, fuck, I thought that guy was going to say hello to me. Uh, met Bruce Kulik here. Uh-huh. Uh, Did you ever meet Mark St. John? No. Tommy Thayer, we saw him like up close. Remember we were in the foundation room at the um, House of Blues after Paul's solo show? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all those guys walked in. Why were we in the foundation room for that? You know, there's, sometimes I can't remember how we got places. We, I, we, I don't remember how we got I still there. remember seeing you on the side of the stage during a Journey concert. <laughs> Schmidt and I were like, what happened to Pat? Oh, there he is playing the cowbell. <laughs> And then I was so dumb. Oh, that's another story. We were, at Jack, we were at Jack's first show. Why were you dumb? Because we were at Jack's first show, and it was, uh, it was, um, it was Cheap Trick, Billy Idol, Def Leppard, and Journey, oh. and Violent Femmes, Violent I think, Femmes were opened. first. And we got in an area, uh, wasn't backstage, it was, a, it was a, like a VIP area. And I had all my albums with me. Like, and I had so many albums because there's so many bands. Mm. And then I just saw people walking in this door to go backstage. And I go, I'm just going to walk in that door. And you're like, you guys were both, I think, just like, I'm sure you are. And then I just did. And then I was literally on the side of the stage. Yes, I know. And the dumb thing I did was Jonathan Cain comes and I pull my albums out. 
And that's when, uh, when someone saw that, then they came over to me and said, yeah, but you, but your yeah, whole yeah. purpose was to get the signature. Right. So of course I you probably had a- could have stayed there. The whole night. Well, what would you have done? You stood on the side of the stage? Enjoy the show, man. You don't like Jeff Scott Soto. Enjoy the show. He did a nice job filling in. He did. He must have been horrible in the studio. Something went down. Got rid of him quick. Yeah. He needs to write a book. Mm. Okay. Before we go to this last... uh, We got to go to that because I have to pee like you wouldn't believe. All right. What do we... uh, Let's do clunkers first. We can't take a break. There's no point in taking a break and coming back for three minutes. No. Let's play Clunkers first so we can play out. I'll let you play out with your favorite song in it because uh, I know you love this album. I did like this album. Real quick. But you know what? I like this album. So like when I even pick a keeper, it's not even like this is my favorite. I, just, I think it's just all, again, I think it's a 7.9. Mm. I think it's a nice album. Yeah. It never, I think it's better than the credit you give it. I just, um, I, from picking songs for this, it doesn't sound bad. I could go back and revisit it. I think I should. Um, I don't like the cover. I think the cover was a mistake. Cover is so weak. It looks like a truck stop album. It CD looks like cover. they're sponsored by Monster Energy Drink too. Yeah, yeah. Font. the same right. font. Same font. For being litigious, I can't believe that they didn't. That no one said, "Gene, that's the Monster Energy Drink." Right? Unless they thought they were going to get sponsorship. I don't know. But it's we got a vi- sponsors. But maybe they were. How do we know? Maybe the geeks know. I don't maybe know. Maybe your buddies over at the God, decibel. Where geeks. are the decibel geeks when you need them? Probably, probably sleeping. I wish we had a hotline. There's right like, the geeks? Like the red phone, like in the 60s Batman show. We would just mm-hmm. beep, 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 pick that up. We would have jeans, and then we would uh, tip jeans head back and push a button, and we would slide down to pull. Who's like the best Into my man cave. Of, oh, you jag off. Who's <laughs> the best part of the 66 Batman? Who's the best? Who's the who's say, oh, Chief O'Hara. No, no. That's the well, worst guess in the world. Um, Frank Gorshin is the Riddler. Well, he's great, yeah. but uh, of the regulars. Who's the unsung hero of that show? Alfred. Commissioner Gordon. Oh, yeah, because he he's plays it so, so, so straight up. What do you think, Batman? Like, everything. It's like when Leslie Nielsen was at yes, his best in yes. airplane. That's how that guy plays that role. That guy role. was probably a, a world-famous Shakespearean actor. Right? And he got that part. Yeah. Does, uh, does Oliver watch those? Does he like it? Oh, yeah, we got the Blu-ray. We got that box set. Does he love it? Yeah. He loves it. Wants some more of it. How awful is Chief O'Hara? He's not good, he's, but although or, or is he great? Because he's playing a he's, play, he's playing a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. he's a, he must always be in trouble. He's always in the commissioner's office. He's having a good time. Yeah, <laughs> <So he's, laughs> can reprimand. Always getting a talking. I'll to him. call Batman. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I do like that. I do like that about that show. Is like the the how inept is that police department? That it's not even a consideration. Like let's send the police, and if they can't handle it, we'll get Batman. Mm-hmm. It's always like, hey, there's a break into the bank. You better get Batman. Like immediately, even there's, like there's a cat caught in a tree. Batman. Batman. We gotta get Batman. We cut payroll. We uh, there's only me and O'Hara right. in this one room. Chief O'Hara. That's you, it. Did you have you seen my car keys around? Batman. Batman. <laughs> and, then, or, and then they always he goes. I don't know. There's only one man. And then he looks down at the phone. Yes. I love it. Uh, have you seen the clip we're playing? We're watching it a lot in my house where it's uh, Frank Orson on the Dean Martin uh, variety show. No. Where he's in regular clothes, but he's doing a song with like some. Uh, 60s uh, backup singers. Is that let her know? No, they're singing uh, the Riddler song. And then he does riddles in the middle of it. What? You know, and they sing a song. Because I'm the Riddler. And then he goes into that Frank Gorshin dance. Oh my it, it's the greatest. That shouldn't even be a thing. It, I love it. It's horrible, but like you love it. I still love that Cesar Romero refused to shave that mustache off. What did, and, the, and everybody was okay with it. All right. All right, Cesar. 
See you tomorrow. Can we put extra makeup on it? Not really. I still wanted to show through a little bit. <laughs> There's one episode where Robin puts the wrong glove on the wrong hand. Does he really? And he and, leaves it there? And, well, no. And then he like he corrects it, but you don't notice it because the whole time Adam West is brushing him, brushing nothing off of him <laughs> with a like a, a like a barber's uh I don't know what they're called brush I guess broom. Yeah, like a broom. Like a mini broom. Yeah, like a mini broom. I, Barber's broom. So many funny things. I mean, it's great. I, yeah. I, I don't think I knew it was a comedy when I watched it as a kid. No, we absolutely did not. Right? There's no way I did. No. Just like we thought Kiss was good. Yeah, we're learning that. Uh, Jimmy, where can we follow you on Twitter? Jimmy Pardo. And Never Not Funny. Absolutely. Very successful podcast. Uh, we're going to be at the San Francisco Sketch Fest. We are going to be there doing Bluff You on uh, Friday, the, January 8th. Friday the 8th and Saturday the 9th. We're uh, doing uh, Never Not Funny at, I believe, 11 in the morning. 11 in the morning. And then on the books, rock solid at the San Francisco Sketch Fest with uh, my guest co-host, David Wilde. We will be in conversation with... Don't know yet. TBD. We are, we are waiting to, to be uh, to be determined. Right? I will be back in Los Angeles uh, by that time. Oh, that's one less person to be there. Yeah, that's rough. I got that's concert rough. tickets for that night. But uh, what are you going to see? Maybe Satara. Oh, that's right. Do you think he'll come up? What's that? Do you think he'll come up and do it? Oh, yeah. Could we get Satara? I think he's busy with that show. I spoke of. <laughs> well, maybe everyone could just come to that show and they'd see him yeah. at that show. Yeah, he could do. A couple I know. Of shows I, there. No, I'm that. That just makes it easier for me. Hmm. I got great seats, third row. But uh, our show's at three in the afternoon. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, that's a good time. Yeah. So it might not be too bad. I think we're opposite Doug, Lo Doug Loves Movies. Oh, you should be fine then. <laughs> <laughs> um, should be uh, all right. I think it's Doug Loves Movies and he's got special guest uh, Martin Scorsese. Yes. And, and, and which nobody, it, it, like Doug, Doug Benson will do a show. It'll be like Martin Scorsese, Steven Spielberg, and be like, oh, that's great. And Paul F. Tompkins, I gotta fucking go. <laughs> like that's how, that's how much people love Paul F. Tompkins. And rightfully so. He's the funniest, yep. one of He's the funniest the men alive. Uh, Kyle, you're at Kyle Dotson Funny. Yep. Uh, I'm at Pat underscore Francis. We are at Rock Solid Show. Uh, was Kyle Dotson taken? It was. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. That's just crazy. And Kyle Dotson one through four million was also taken. Glenn K. Amo did our artwork this week. Oh, great. Thank Just you, like he did last time. Andrew nice Rich writes the notes. If you go to rocksolidpodcast.com, there is a donation button there if you want to support the show. That's the best way to do it. And let's close this out. Kiss Keepers and Clunkers part two. <laughs> part two. Uh, we're going to play our clunkers. Then I'll play my keeper. And Jimmy, you'll play us out with your Why keeper. Why do I got to play it out? Maybe mine's not that good. You're the guest. Thank you for being here and doing this. All right. We are the next time you sit in here, we will be covering the Kiss live albums. <laughs> no, we won't. We will be doing a live one, two, three, four oh symphony. We are never we will do uh unplugged. And if you have any bootlegs, please bring them. We don't really have because we already had the knack. We did the knack together. We don't no. you and I don't really have another band. Oh, meatloaf. Yes, meatloaf. Yeah, you're right. We'll be able to play three songs. Because they're so long. They're so long. Even even Oliver three. laughs like that. This is longer than a meatloaf song. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah no, we'll have to do meatloaf I just screwed up his own joke dad this is shorter than a meatloaf song that's what he says let me get you to promise me something <laughs> ready yeah have you ever been to Italy yeah save up <laughs> and do your research um, when the new meatloaf album comes out next year let's do a meatloaf show where we basically do this again keepers and clunkers um I don't know if we can do a meatloaf keepers. I mean, why couldn't you? He's got uh, he's got enough albums meatloaf. out. I think he has so many good songs though that it'll be hard to leave one. I don't know. 
Well, that's the whole we'll do a meatloaf show. I don't know what that means, though. We'll do a meatloaf retrospective. Joey, I think we should really work out the the specifics of that episode right now on this one. We're not going to do it till next year, but hey, if you want you to. bring hot patootie? Oh, God, I hate that fucking That's my soul. Hate it. <laughs> What's your clunker, Jimmy, off of Monster? If you had to pick one, push comes to shove. I feel, I literally feel like I went out of my way to beat up Gene Simmons today. Yeah. Like, it's, uh, go ahead and play that, Kyle. This is Eat Your Heart Out. There you go, right? God, That's enough. That's enough. Go ahead, play some of them. It's a rock and roll album. In 2012, this is a current album. Like if you just started right there, but I think it, I think that first part. It's awful. I hate it. It's awful already. Again, I can never write uh, a song. I can't play an instrument. My clunker yeah, what do you got? is uh, written and sung by Tommy Thayer. I felt I didn't want to take that guy down. I really did. Listen, here's the only reason. Is because the song is called Out of This World. So I, now I know, not, I know. Only, not only is he wearing Ace's makeup and being the spaceman, now his song also has to be space-oriented. Let's hear out of this world. That's the only reason. I get it. I mean, it sounds like an ace song. It really does. Yeah. Sounds so ace. My name is Ace. Yeah. It might as well. I mean, it's. A- that entire song i don't know so now i'm gonna play my uh i'm gonna play my my keeper this is your keeper from monster this is my keeper from monster this is uh, i like this song i like this back to the stone age I would still find fault with the lyrics and how. <laughs> Maybe I hit two clunkers. <laughs> okay. I'm going to tell you, that was my second choice as a clunker. I don't know why I picked that one now. I think I made a mistake. That stinks. Yeah. What's your keeper off Monster? Let's get out of here. I don't know. What is it, Kyle? Tell me. 
Wall of Sound. Wall of Sound. I just tweeted, uh, two hours and 45 minutes with that Jimmy Pardo. You wanted the best. You got the best. Wall of Sound. Just let it play, Kyle. We're done. Thanks, Kyle. Thank you. Thanks. Oh, the bathroom doesn't work.